Good morning, and welcome to the Demons Clubcast episode 5 with your hosts, K13, Mad Dog, and Mean Joe Green, and myself, Uncle Chowder. And today we are joined by special guest Lowe's. Hello. Um, why, don't, <laughs> why don't we start with a little bit about Lowe's? Why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit, my friend? All right. Well, I am a streamer as well. I've been doing it for a little over a year and a half, I think. Um, you know, go to work full time and then come home, throw these headsets on, and it's just my little escape to the world. And um, it's just something really enjoyed me. A lot of great people. Um, met more real people gaming than actually in the real world. Sounds sad to say, but something I enjoy, you know. Heck yeah. No, I, yeah, that, I can agree with that. that. Dude, yeah. big facts. I think I think every, all of us can agree with that. I mean, even Joe hit on it last week, just saying we don't even walk around and recognize the world that we're in anymore. So yeah, it's ruthless. You know, I was talking with the squad last night about it, dude, and just some of the shit that we've met through the online gaming has been some of the best connections and friendships I've ever had. Yeah, I wouldn't have met any guys. Five of us, and fuck included, except for Kyle. Me and Lowe's go way back to junior high, so okay. also funny that at that same time we we're all from the same like 30 mile area. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Small world man. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's 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 I think it's awesome. I, I find it really awesome that a lot of us are living in different places and all these different separate places, but we ended up uh, coming together for a podcast. I, I think about it all the time. I think it's awesome. And yeah. I've, I've known Steven for a long time. Matter of fact, I think uh, the first time I met you, you ran into my cousin's car outside of Sheck. Well, probably. It seems like a jackass. <laughs> I, think, I, would pull. I think that's what was happening. I think you were doing donuts. It was either you or Dustin. I don't remember, but someone was doing... Probably dust. Yeah, someone was doing donuts in the parking lot and made too much dust and didn't see the cars parked. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. Whoops. Uh, But um, let's let's hop right into what we've been playing. Um, Why don't we start with our guest Lowe's? What games have you been playing lately? Um, Call of Duty Warzone, of course. Of course. Um, and I've been on um, Sons of the Forest. I've been getting back on that hype. I kind of got into the whole gta um role play Ooh. but um the server isn't necessarily like for me i don't know how to say it without sounding like a prick so i'm not gonna say anything but um, <laughs> i gotta find the right server that i feel more comfortable in i guess uh, you can okay. say okay okay that's understandable it's, a, it's such a big uh scope like that game and then gta oh. as well like that's a massive community yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun, dude. It's like you, holy! I didn't know how much detail there is in the role play gameplay. It's, they it's take insane. that shit seriously, bro. So yeah. serious, but yeah, the people I did play with, they're um, more like hood than me, and like me, little old white boy. <laughs> it's, it's a little awkward <laughs> to, act, to act that way. So yeah. <laughs> I haven't been on that lately, but um. <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't go yeah, for. It's fun I, though. I, I'm surprised. It's a commitment. I've always yeah, wanted to do sure. that, but be in the role of a police officer in one of those because I watched one for a long time where I love all the AI integrations that they've put in and all the voice commands. Like you can like radio in, "Hey, Epic, welcome." Um, you can uh, you can radio in Epic. to like you can radio into headquarters and like 
people will definitely like it'll show charges and stuff it's 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 pretty interesting actually that whole the whole role-playing community <laughs> in gta um and so uh why don't we start then go to mad dog what have you been playing I mean, same as it has been, honestly. It's been good old Warzone. Mostly Warzone. And then I've been doing multiplayer on the, uh, the Forest, which is the first game to Sons of the Forest that Lowe's was talking about. So, unfortunately, it's the only one out on console so far. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've been doing the multiplayer on that. So I just like go around, join random lobbies, fuck around a little bit, and then I just quit. <laughs> just bouncing around like that dude that's about dude, that, it. that's literally that, about it that game will keep you so busy for so long like time flies uh, yeah dude I, i'll sit there get on and i'll just be like all right whatever i'm gonna play a little bit next thing you know i look at the clock and it's like three o'clock in the morning I'm like, oh shit <laughs> like and then there's wonder. so much there's so much fucking like suspense in although i mean the enemies now after playing so much multiplayer the enemies now are just like i fucking fight them all the time but there's so much that just that eerie suspense in it that three o'clock in the morning and i'm just like fuck i can't go to sleep i don't know (laughs) fucking legs bouncing like where the fuck are they Uh, (laughs) it's addicting these games are I like when a game gets you like that. That's one of my favorite things about video games when they right. keep you up. Like I, I like all types of games, but some games will make me fall asleep. Like I love Forza, but I can't play it when oh. I'm kind of tired because just going around the track, like after you get the rhythm yeah. down and it's like, too realistic, turns. man. It's like driving in real life, yeah, like driving cross country to make you sleepy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It starts to make me sleep, dude. And like, I hate it because I love playing Forza, but I start to get sleepy. So I love when I find a game that's like, it just keeps me up and keeps me going. Like I, that's why I have to like call it kind of early lately on Warzone. I've been finding because like, if I keep playing Warzone, I will just keep going. Yeah. You just have to make that like, nope, I, I gotta be done. Yeah, I do. I have to I have to make that a thing because I definitely I definitely get freaking I get I get sucked into it. And uh on a side note, thank you for the follow, Epic. I appreciate you. Make sure if you haven't followed all these wonderful people who have commented and um I'm gonna put some tags in the uh in the thing for people to follow as well. Um Um but uh, run out of room. yeah i did run out of room um joe <laughs> why don't we start with what you and then go to what you've been playing joe sorry i was muted i've been juggling a shitload of games um you know i'm always dipping my toes back into bulgers there's just so much to do in that game i'll never see every bit of content <laughs> in that game um That's mario awesome. wonder but i've also been emulating a lot of older games um okay we were talking about it in the last pod and I was like, man, I would really like to play some old super Nintendo games. So I've been doing a lot of that. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. That's cool. That's about it. Heck yeah. I mean, the retro game, retro games are always, they're always good. And it's always, it's cool to see that those are kept alive in so many different ways. You know, no. be it, be it yeah, someone who's collecting the consoles and, um, or emulating the games on PC, both of them are, you know, they're, it's both an excellent thing. Uh, hey, Lutzy, welcome to the pod live stream today. So, welcome in. Heck yeah. Um. Uh, and then Kyle, what have you been playing? Uh, 
I played, I continued a little bit further with uh, Alan Wake. Uh, they gave me the option to play as either okay. uh, Saga or Alan once you get back from his flashback. And then uh, I just continued as Saga, though, just because she's a new character. and Just wanted to check out the area a little bit, see if there's anything new that opened up. So I spent a lot of time just wandering. Okay. okay. Um, which, which I'm probably going to do a lot of for this first playthrough. And then uh, we'll do the hardest difficulty once I beat it. And then uh, go easy mode, find all the collectibles. That's probably the next game I'm going to play is Alan Wake. Like mm-hmm. both, like the the whole series. I'm just going to play nice. both back to back. They're so, they're so good. And the second one's like really awesome so far. How they kind of mend time and reality and just all the puzzles you have to do. It's been really fun so far. Uh, but other so, than that, just, just Warzone. There's so many games on my backlog still, honestly. I say that, but I'll probably not play it and play it 10 years from now or something. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. It, um, can I, I just make a side note of still to this day how great it is to hear Kyle use the word Warzone and play in the same sentence positively? <laughs> <laughs> well, where also Modern Warfare 3 since you know that came out. So yeah, we're going to strike for a little bit. <laughs> He's almost jaded like me, guys. <laughs> um, so I saved myself for last because it was kind yep. of a good way to segment into our first big topic. And uh, let's see. I don't want to play hardcore WoW with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's I might get down on that, man. Uh, Peace out, guys. Okay, you got some, you got Joe. You got Joe down. You got Joe down. You got one. Down. <laughs> you have to lose a host. Um, um, so uh, we, uh, I've been playing um, Warzone and Modern Warfare Three. Um, I finished the campaign um, just before the launch. Um, very short. Uh, very different. Very lackluster. I mean, there was some cool, there were some cool parts of it and the story, honestly, the part that annoyed me the most is in my opinion. And, uh, I, I found that Maddie kind of shares, Mr. Maddie plays, shares the same opinion. It picks up near the end, which is dumb. Like they, they did a great job of making the story really interesting right at the end and having some big things happen right at the end. And then that's the end of the campaign. So I'm assuming we're just going to see more in cutscenes, which disappointing but it is what it is i didn't really buy it for the camera i mean i can tell you the answer to it it's it's the fact that it's like a 16 month development cycle yeah and they just didn't have the time that there's some very talented there and you can see you know some glimmers of uh, of good moments but they just they just didn't have the time and that's what it boils down yeah, to they didn't have enough time to finish that and so like i said i'm sure like they um, I'm sure like they usually do, we'll just see more of the story and cutscenes as each season comes, which is what it is. Um, as for the multiplayer suite, um, I'm I'm having a great time with the multiplayer. The 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 redu the reduction of the visual recoil has been really nice on all the weapons, so everything shoots really smooth. Hey big blue, yeah. welcome in. Appreciate you. Um Um and you know i've been enjoying the way that feels um i'm not a huge fan of this new uh this new system with the uh uh armory unlocks and like how much content is locked behind daily challenges and like you know some people are complaining thinking that you can only unlock one item per day you can unlock more items per day but it just depends on how many matches you're winning because you get those three dailies and then your bonus challenge after that is every win you get you get one point point. and so like i noticed yesterday 
because I played shit. I played for like nine hours yesterday, and I, I unlocked like three different items out of the armory, which I I thought was I thought was a little bit. I thought it was just kind of counterintuitive, but at the same time, I am already level fifty five. So had they put it the normal way, I'd have everything unlocked already, and I'd be sitting here like, well, I guess it's just time to camo grind. So it does give me something to go for, I guess, but I can see everybody's irritation mm -hmm. and I understand why everybody's irritated. Cause it is kind of irritating to me as well. Well, that's one side to see it for sure. But like, like realistically you, you said it yourself, like mm -hmm. you would have had it done, but like, this is just artificial difficulty. Yep. That's all. It is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's 100%. artificial is all it is. And that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, I, there's, there's both. I, it's I base as fuck. Yeah, I can see I can see both sides to it. I don't really personally like it, but I see both sides to it. I do I do enjoy though that everybody is fighting a little bit harder for objectives and trying to fight hard to win. Actually win. Yeah. So I have been enjoying that. And for solo players, you know, that piece of gear that we talked about in the last podcast, the ACS, um, that field upgrade is actually hella, hella useful like i've been when i'm playing yeah, solo I've, by myself I've seen it used, used pretty well yeah it's been nice when i and i in the distance that you can throw it is really nice as well i hope they don't get rid of that because you can throw it a good distance if you know what you're doing with it and i've been practicing trying to get it good at throwing and so like you can be off of a flag and throw that thing onto a flag by yourself and start capturing it and you can defend from a different a different location so it does make it really useful especially like hard point dominations where i've really found it the most useful that's what i like to play when yep. i play multiplayer throw it on b and just watch it yep <laughs> yep um but you know as for warzone i am still playing warzone with you guys when everybody's playing because not everyone has modern warfare 3 and i got some pretty decent clips yep. um you know the difference between the two is i can definitely feel it when i'm playing it like the just the slowness in modern warfare 3 but the other yeah. thing I really notice is that TTK, man, the Modern Warfare 3 mm -hmm. TTK has been increased at a, a noticeable amount. It's 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 a noticeable amount. And so I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to affect Warzone um, when it comes down to it. Um, and as for the zombies, um, the solo experience is a little strange. I loaded in with a squad. And we ran around together for a while and they were, everybody was doing pretty good of sticking together. And like, I like that they just give you a huge map and there's no, like, there's no gas, at least as far as I could tell. I was only in the match for about 15 minutes and my teammates took off and then I went down and no one picked me up. But like, I was enjoying going around with the guns that I had. It's like you load in like DMZ and, uh, you you choose what you want you choose your operator and you get a little bit of gear and you load in like dmz and then there's a whole bunch of different contracts on the map that you can do and one of the things i enjoyed doing was there's these like houses that are on the map and then there's like a bunch of these like little gas like pouches in different places inside the house and the house is like toxic gas when you go in so you have to try to find a gas mask and then fight zombies and blow up these little pouches on the house while you're doing it and after you do that you get a bunch of rewards like stuff that you can extract with to get money to like insure your weapons or buy other stuff from the from the black market i'm pretty sure is what that cash is for cool so you know i it's not gonna be for everyone because i'm sure a lot of people were wanting that classic zombies experience with the with the rounds 
and the round based zombies. And I totally understand yeah. both. I understand both sides. Um, I'm, I, I'm enjoying this new zombies experience personally. I think I'll enjoy it much more once I have friends to communicate with and we're running around with, you know, vehicles and doing objectives and stuff because yeah, I mean, we could all, we can all make our own fun for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, the, the thing is, is like, I don't think it was a creative choice to go the route that they did. It was just, again, lack of, you know, I was watching Noah J456 play it. He's, you know, very OG zombie player. He was, he was the one that did all the Easter eggs. He was, you know, first, first in the world a few times to, to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, But like comparatively what, you know, this was the one thing that I was maybe considering getting back into COD because I, you know, I heard Treyarch had a hand in it and, but oh my god, it, it pales in comparison. There's no story. There's it's just I'm sorry, but it's just it's just sad. It's you know, it's it, um, it's just lost potential. I mean, and I get that there's fun to be had there and it's good to be positive about the good things and give credit where it's due, but the fact of the matter is is it's like it, <laughs> it's just a slap in the face to the community. And like if if that's if that's how they want to do it and you know that's fine like i haven't played cod in a long time but this was maybe the opportunity that i was seeking to get back into it but it's just it's honestly pathetic to put it kindly it's really sad i mean yeah like i, I, like I haven't played the zombies yet but I, i've dug the multiplayer so far other than i think it's easy that they're just rehashing old maps i i hate that but um, everything is recycled this is literally yeah, like the same game. game like they sold the <laughs> same game again for 70 dollars yes, there's bugs coming nice. up on people's menus that says enter modern warfare 2 disc like this is literally the same exact game for set like if you look at the the core issue this is the same game it was never intended to be a premium new title it's just yeah. a slap to the face to everybody, you know, and I hate it to be Mr. Jaded, but like, I really wanted this to be good. I wanted them to knock it out of the park. I want to play COD with my friends. Don't get me wrong. I hate hating COD because everyone fucking plays COD. Like, I want to have a good time with it. That's, you know, that's my prerogative on it. They're just slowly, you know, dividing the community. Like, the zombies community is gone now. Yeah, you're um, definitely not wrong. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just sad. That's all. I wish there was more options. Like, I can definitely get behind the new zombies appeal. Uh, at, like, why aren't there still? You know, round I just can't get behind a 16 month like development that. cycle. You know what I mean? Like, th- these things usually take three years to put together, and they try to do it under a year and a half. Yeah, like that is that's disgusting. Gave us the option to choose which like rounds or big world zombies you know that would have been at least a little better yeah they yeah, like your triple studio that, that's what i always go back to they could have sectioned off a couple yeah. of places in urzikstan and made it you know made a, a whole separate mode where it was just round based zombies like the good classic experience like that map is plenty right. big enough to do something like that yeah i just don't see the point in shooting yourself in the foot well, you could easily you could easily make a good zombies like they used to and like you could sell it separately for the people that only want zombies like zombies used to be so good that they would sell it as a separate package you didn't even have to buy cod you could just buy zombies yeah. for like 30 bucks yeah. and it was a yeah, fucking it was, uh, it was such a great deal it was so yeah. good 
Once money, once money get once money gets thrown into it, and people who you know, people who make all the money and make those decisions start making those like they take charge. It's you see it all over the game, all over the gaming industry. I mean, like look what's happened to EA. Well, it's EA and Activision are the two big ones. It's not like there is a lot of scummy shit going on in the industry, but as far as greed goes, like those two are the worst. I don't play EA games and I don't play Activision games. I just don't. When games get rushed out, I mean, any like there's multiple examples of it. You know, Cyberpunk 2077 was absolutely rushed out because I'm sure there was, you know, and that's the thing is like behind closed doors, no one really knows. None of us know what the conversations are. But, you know, to my assumption, there's a bunch of dudes in suits sitting around a table who have no idea actually what the fuck goes into making a game. And they're like, how come we're not seeing a return on investment on this? Um, so oh, absolutely. Someone's that in game fucking had, trouble. That so, game still had seven years as opposed to 16 months. There was a creative vision in place. Like, they had a huge scope, like a huge creative scope. So I can at least give that game some degree of of a, of a pass because they had a creative focus and they just couldn't meet that focus because of problems with their engine. I mean, they were trying to make a good game. Oh, yeah. Activision is not trying to make a good game. They're literally just slapping everyone in the face and saying, fuck you. You think me. that they'd care more, especially after all the complaints that everybody has been complaining about with Call of Duty and whatnot? Yeah. And you think they'd take their time with it? I mean, everybody like can do some quick about slap. It. But it's still top of the sales charts right It's still top of the sales charts right as we speak. There's a lot of games that There's also a lot of games that get bad reviewed too. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's getting bombed on Steam. It's nowhere near you know as high as it should be. Like it's still getting beat out. Like Baldur's Gate is still almost has as many players. Oh, Joe cut out. Yeah, yeah, big time. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Sorry about that. Uh, Call of Duty has 160k on Steam right now, and like a game like Baldur's Gate Three that's been out for months has 150k concurrent right now. So it's not like people aren't speaking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's sold really well because it is COD, but like, how many more times can they do this? I mean, franchises do die off. Battlefield's dead. 2042 is not coming, or whatever the fuck the name of that game is. It's it's not making a revival. Like, they killed that franchise. EA killed it. So it's just like, how, how it's just, everyone has a line. And I think there's going to be a paradigm shift. Like, people can't be this, you know, they, they can't be this lenient for this long. Like, it's it's going to happen. Like, Apex is killing Call of Duty on Steam right now. There's there's almost 100k more people i, I mean PUBG, 330,000 players almost right now yeah but it, it's just it's not doing that well it's it's think, sold really well because it's cod but i think but on steam the, i think on steam that would be 100% true but for the people who have a ps5 because their friends have one and they're buying cod because their friends bought cod they don't give a shit yeah, about none of that console stuff. scales they don't so give you a don't shit think about that, that, that any of this is relevant that like there's more people playing apex on their ps4s than call of duty like oh, no, you, you don't prob- think that the human is, mindset isn't at all the same once again i 
do also think that people buy Madden and NBA 2K every year, even though it's the same thing. So it wouldn't surprise me if this is the same situation. It is and those right games there. are also like FIFA's really popular, but like Madden's had a huge fall off, and it, that's why they don't put a lot into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's but, but they but still FIFA, release FIFA, one every yeah. year. They still release one every year, and people buy it every year. So it's turned like Joe Well was talking about this in a video. Call of Duty, just like Madden and NBA, is one of the biggest casual games in the world. Yeah. Yes, it has a huge competitive scene as well, but it is also one of the biggest casual games in the world. People just buy it because they're like, oh, a new Call of Duty. I'll play this for an hour after work every other but if every the argument game. is is like someone's too big to fail like that just doesn't hold true like no one thought sega was gonna exit the console market for that matter you know what i mean like it, it's but i feel like it's that's possible eventually to fail. it'll happen yeah i mean like, eventually yeah. it will happen whatever comes up will come down i don't care how big you are sony yeah, will fail like sony sony won't be around one day it's just a matter of time eventually, and like eventually how much people are willing to deal right with now. you know they're still rolling yeah. good right now exactly. so I mean that's perspective, I guess. I mean, in their eyes, they're they're making tons of profit, but in the end, yeah, I, mean, I mean, is it worth killing? Is it worth killing off a franchise? I is mean, my but argument. That, but, but that's just we it. also have it, an ABK it, deal too. So once true, everything it, kind of settles, it'll hopefully mellow yeah. out. But 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 it all plays into exactly what Chado was saying. It's a bunch of guys in suits that really only care about numbers, yeah. right? Now I'm a numbers guy, so yeah, Joe. The numbers you make, you're saying, make absolute sense to me. Yes, this franchise will eventually fucking die if there is not a a fucking complete change. I mean, the numbers right. are showing already. You know what I mean? It's it's a but, slight decline. I mean, but it's showing for a major release. For yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It should be it should be number two, but, number three, a single player title. I mean, Apex Legends has been a, has been around forever. It shouldn't have a hundred thousand more people than. Or players than Call of Duty. It's just right. weird. Absolutely right. Yes. It's not to say that it's not successful because obviously Call of Duty just packs. You right. know, it it has a huge name. It's a huge franchise. People are going to buy it just because of the name, and I don't deny that. You know, if someone's That's... friend buys COD, they're probably going to buy it too. Yep. But when someone's friend, you know, enough friends have enough and move on to another game, you know, and they're sick of you know bugs and just broken releases, getting charged seventy dollars for what's essentially a DLC, like. It's just, it's it, people are gonna have enough after a while. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I've already seen it off with some of my friends. Like we used to always play Warzone, and then once you know the the cheaters were super prevalent with uh, the Warzone One DMR meta. You know that was uh, a big killing for dude. I was top 100 in zombies. Like that was like I was a huge COD fan. Like I know I'm a, a huge hater now, but it's only because I loved COD so much. Like I grew up on this. I'm. Okay. You know, like I'm going to be 36 here in a couple weeks, and I remember it being so awesome and looking forward to the next title. And you know, it, it being a good thing, like when they were, you know, saying that we're going to pump out more, but you know, no one expected it, expected it to turn into what it did. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah, I agree. Oh, unfortunately money unfortunately money and battle passes have just changed the way games are released especially these big online games yeah thank you fortnite yep yeah it's funny a lot of people pre-released <laughs> it in the the um the campaign is so short and steam's grace period for returns is so long that people were able to beat call of duty's campaign under the under the grace period of steam's return period so that's kind of funny i thought 
<laughs> That's great. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, definitely, definitely. Some. I mean, you know, everybody's, everybody's, the community's definitely um, split because everywhere I see on Twitter. I, you know, no one's even talking about the campaign at this point anymore. I see everybody talking about yeah. the multiplayer. No one's talked about the campaign for years, man. And that's just, that's the problem right there. It's like the campaign was a huge selling point. Zombies was a huge selling point. And everyone has just swept it under the rug. Like, oh, we don't play that. We don't do this. Like, it's well, just, no one has seen the, the small declines here and there. And we've just let this go and swept this under the rug. And it's just going to... The more we sweep it under the rug, the more they're just going to keep feeding us dog shit. That's well, just, that's the problem. Well, the thing is, is once Warzone, once this next iteration of Warzone drops and it will be free to play again, the numbers will mm -hmm. skyrocket once again and we'll be back in square one. The fact is the community and it's a proven fact four out of five of us despite the fact we're sitting here all in a group circle jerking and fucking bitching about the same thing four out of five of us play it i mean i'm I, yeah, like, i'm still having facts. fun like i i see the problems i like, enjoyed like, it like, and, I, I, and i'm yeah, not here to that. say that there's not fun to be had here like i can yeah. have fun i can have fun in the stupid of games you know with my friends if i'm playing with my friends we can make fun like and you know if you've ever right. played minecraft or anything like i hate minecraft but if i'm playing it with friends like it's a great time no, but, absolutely, absolutely. But that you is know, and I could have fun with COD, but I, it's just a matter of putting my foot down. You know, yeah, I no, I, I can't you. support getting slapped in the face. Like, I, and I'm not here to say that COD isn't fun and it's it's oh, no, bad, 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 bad. But it's just. I mean, I've, it is. I've had enough. Then... I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here still playing it. That, but that, that's what I mean, right? Like, like, yeah, Kyle came back. We've all been saying the exact same bitches for the last year. And four out of five of us play it regularly, and four out of five of us at this point have spent money on it. I mean, right. to be yeah. to be fair, they, that's where that's where they're doing the most. Yeah, I'm definitely way, I'm glad they're like, transferring over like, everything to. Yeah, that's last been nice. well, it's they not transferring all... if it's the same game. It's just that's, that's, it's that's, just the same game. Yeah. Oh, I 100 percent like, it's it's a rebranded yeah it's a rebranded DLC. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not a transfer if they just, you know, it's and that's funny because I have a Twitter response here to all the controversy about, you know, how much care and love and how we wanted to make this, you know, and add a seek a, a first ever sequel and all this. And it just got bombed on Twitter because people are like, it's the same fucking game. Like, you didn't give us a fucking sequel. It's just it, it's just. Yeah, sorry. I'll stop. No, like I like I said, I see both sides to it. From where I stand, and like I said when we were all talking about it the other day, I'm gonna buy what I look like, what looks like I'm gonna have fun on it. And uh, the last couple days, the multiplayer has been nothing but enjoyment to me. I am not in the same. I I I'm, I don't I don't agree with Kyle. All these old remastered maps, these are the ones that I wanted in Modern Warfare 2 when it first came out. These are the maps that I was hoping they were gonna put in when we started playing Warzone, and they like had that little you know the easter eggs of like the little fake high rise and terminal and that shit i got stoked i was like these are the maps that i want to play on like that's Speaking I, the maps didn't they have to take down a whole bunch of them quarry rundown scrapyard they took a hardpoint playlist karachi like, they took cut, down a the few of them, but they're all back so um 
all those maps are back in the rotation for all the multiplayer. I think maps. it's great to have them, but like they're not creative enough to give us new ones. And the new yeah, ones that no, they do give us, yeah, that's the problem. Like at. they should be giving, they should be giving the ones that Chow wants for problem. sure, but they should be giving new things. Like it's no, this is just everything is recycled. It's the same. It's just the same, same, even, same, even same, same. They could have added some more maps, you, but I could have still having a blast. Yeah, like uh, I'm enjoying it, but I just I just wish you know like there's literally no like new maps. It's just it's just Modern Warfare three remastered, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we paid seventy bucks. So, like I wouldn't be you, playing it if if, it was, if it, you guys didn't pull the money together. And, like, like I'd be waiting for a sale for like Black Friday or Christmas so I can play with you guys. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'd be, seventy. Bucks I'd be looking for the insane. cheapest deal. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, but, that's why like, I haven't got it. You guys did get it for me. Like, I'm enjoying it. I think multiplayer's been fun. The, Seventy dollars for a nice. DLC? You mean like I used to do every year with freaking Destiny? Oh, you're right. Destiny, yeah. Such a problem. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, Destiny is a, a huge problem. You're right. I, I don't. I don't have a. Dog I don't shit. have a problem with that. Like, I, I, that's why I just Destiny... don't care. <laughs> And that's just, why it's dying. That's why Destiny's fucking dead right now. Yeah, and that's totally fine. But again, I'm, I'm. That's what I want to At spend time, my money it was on. Like, this is my hobby. Do. I'm not yeah, doing yeah. anything else. So, like, to me, it was money worth spent because I'm gonna put my time into it. Like, I got. I'm my not money here to tell money. anyone where to spend their money. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to caution people that maybe on the fence about this. You know, there's people that are willing to put their head in the sand and. I get it. You only live once. I'm not here to tell anyone how to spend their money, but well, I'm, here to, I'm here to caution people. I'm here to caution people. I'm here to caution people. That's all I'm here to do because okay. there's a lot of scummy shit going on and it's just another perspective and people should be cautious because it's only getting Definitely. worse year after year. Yep. It's just getting worse. I've been, I've been investigating this since I was a, you know, a, a child when it started getting really, you know, when it started getting really bad, like I want COD to be good. And I want it to I want it to thrive. I'm here I'm here rooting for it, but they're just slowly shooting themselves in the foot. And anyone can spend their money however they want, but I'm just saying it's if we keep on accepting it and don't be a little bit loud about it and just praise them over and over again, they're just gonna keep feeding us the same shit. Yeah. I feel like it took a dump after Warzone One, like everything went to shit after that. Yeah, because you know, battle passes were, you know, doing their thing and now they're the only thing yeah battle passes and uh free-to-play models that that did not yep. help anything but it, it was basically after black ops 3 where things really started to you know when when people play. started leaving in droves from Treyarch, you know uh, it, all the all the talent is gone now and that's the problem like all those people are long gone oh definitely like you guys like I said, see that clip I see both Go points. Ahead. I see both points, but I mm -hmm. also I also would like to point out that we do need to tell them what they are doing right so that they continue to do those things right. Because if no one if if we sit there and tell them all the shit that we hate, what if they change the things that we do like, the things that as a COD playing community we do enjoy. Like right now where the movement's at, it needs to stay there. Everybody yeah. was super pissed about Modern Warfare 2 movement. I know that for a fact. I heard everybody bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we should definitely give credit where credit's due. But yes. like when we're talking about core issues and just absolutely recycling one game and selling it as another, I think that's a huge problem. Oh no, it is a problem. And I was they they from the very beginning I first said it was gonna be DLC and when they changed it to a full game release, I knew it was gonna be this situation. 
Like, well, funny you say it. I have a whole investigation that Jason Schreier did about it because most, a lot of people came, came out anonymously from the development team of Activision, and they were told, they were told that this was going to be a DLC in the beginning, but some people weren't, and so this was either some kind of mass miscommunication or just. Because I remember that rumor floating around right from the beginning. At, well, it wasn't right from the beginning. It was like right after Modern Warfare 2 released. That rumor started floating around. One of the guys I watch on YouTube was talking about it that a year after this release, we were supposed to get like a a year two DLC is what he called it. Okay, Jason Schreier said, this is backed by dozens of devs, even though PR for Activision is denying this was even supposed to be DLC. So... PR at Activision is absolutely denying that the, this was ever supposed to be DLC. Yeah, see, and the rumor was um, floating around the COD community right after Modern Warfare 2 came out. Pretty thick, like, and you and you know how inside insiders are. I'm sure there's people who have friends on the inside who probably got the same information. So, it's to me, I bet you, I bet you it was a decision somewhere higher up because they knew they were gonna make a decent buck off of it if they did it this way instead of a year two deals yeah it's gross and there was extreme crunch like a, a 16 month development cycle is so unhealthy and th th that's just one of many reasons why i can't support a title like this is like dozens of devs from sledgehammer have come forward stating that they have felt betrayed that they were promised that they would never have to undergo such deadlines like this you know crunch for 16 months to make a full-fledged cod game it's actually insane, and it's, I hope it's that just, I hope that Microsoft makes no wonder, changes, but they won't. You know what I mean? They they sadly can't. I mean, to have to have that level of management, they've had they've killed off so many IPs already. They've and you know my problem with Game Pass is the, I I said it in the last pod like all this money that's going to third parties and this and that like could just be going towards development of good old games. Like God forbid you create a fucking studio. And just make some IPs or just not kill off the IPs you already own. Like some of the, the costs that they were sinking into Game Pass to keep some of these games on Game Pass were reaching into hundreds of millions of dollars to keep them there for months and months and months. And when it's reaching the cost of when it's reaching the cost of what it costs to sorry, my dog is coughing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it's reaching the, the cost to develop a game, it just stops being cost effective. And it's it, it's just missing the vision of being a creative in the gaming space, in my opinion. Well, like, I think who are know. you? What are you what are you here to do? You're just here to make money. And I think it just, we all know it what their, we all know what their real target was in that purchase. It wasn't Activision and it wasn't Blizzard. Microsoft has been talking about wanting to get into the mobile space for a long time, and they got mm -hmm. king with that purchase. The makers of Candy Crush, the the OG addiction of phone gaming. Like at this yeah. point, it's you know it's one of those things where I I looked at that and I was like you know <laughs> that that was that was blisteringly obvious to me. I was like yeah they're gonna get the bonuses of making the money off of you know, the stuff that's already going on at Blizzard and Activision, the live the live service stuff that's already making money, and, you know, their games going to other places to sell, but they're definitely going after King there, more than anything, in my opinion. And Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that was that, that's the moneymaker there. The mobile space is where the money's oh, at. Yeah. And, and Microsoft I mean, we're talking 70% of all money generated in gaming comes from the mobile space. 70% yep. of all income generated is from mobile. Yep. 
all so around. So they definitely went for that. So I'm just I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years with with all of this shit that they bought because they bought they the the purchase went through and we talked about that shakeup with the uh, management. I think it was episode three. I want to say we talked yeah, about that. So. Um, you know, we got Matt Booty. I think he's running the studio side of things, the software side of things, and uh, Sarah Bond is running the hardware side of things, but they both still answer to Phil Spencer. So they're like, they're switching things up. So I'm interested to see in the next, I'm interested to see in the next couple months how all of this shit shakes out and the changes that they're going to make because you know people are going to talk from the inside. So rumors will start to fly eventually. We're seeing layoffs all over the place. So I'm wondering how, you know, how long until that affects you know, Microsoft, because they have all these people now, they just got another huge three studios and all of the people that work under there. How long are all these people going to be able to work there until they start getting laid off? We've seen layoffs at Microsoft already this year and Sony. So I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. They can't afford the bad PR. I mean, Xbox can't is what I mean. And there's been huge outcry to stop the, (laughs) the annual development, you know, mm-hmm. after thousands of people returning the game on Steam and encountering, you know, game-breaking bugs and <laughs> what's essentially the same game for $70. Um, so hopefully Xbox can do something, but I don't see them doing a whole lot and, you know, the vision of COD, I guess. Well, you know, because ultimately, it's like you said, they just want to make money too. Yeah, I mean, they do, everybody just wants to make money, but... It would be nice to see them at least take it off of a yearly release cycle. You know. Yeah, maybe like maybe give them at least two years, yeah. not sixteen months, dude. That is so gross. I feel so I feel so sorry for that development team. Yeah, they must like, have went through hell. Yeah, like give them a couple years. And you know that the other thing is it would give the the COD games each time to breathe. You know what I mean? Like I hate Yeah, this. and the developers, man. God forbid they don't work fucking 17 hour days exactly it's just it's just gross i can't get behind it i can't subscribe to it i'm gonna take a dab and then we're gonna change into a brighter tone here oh yeah no yes i know what it is (laughs) let's all talk about just how fucking excited we are for a gta 6 trailer (laughs) <laughs> seriously dude rockstar uh, give it to us already i also just want to One point studio- out that we uh talked about it before ign even posted an article about it okay very true so, very true so we beat them to the punch yeah that's right that's right um but i just you know one studio that does not miss very very they don't it's rare that they miss is Rockstar and the things that they make are usually just so fucking awesome. So to get the news from Rockstar that we're finally going to get a GTA six announcement trailer, December next month, early December. And honestly, a lot of people are thinking it's going to be at the game awards because the game awards are December 7th. That's the rumor. That's the, that's the theory. That's so early. But, (laughs) but the thing is though, um, you know, I'd like to point out, and I think some people might agree with me on this, is that Rockstar and GTA, it's big enough, they don't need the Game Awards. They could drop a fucking Twitter no. post with the video on it, and that shit will break yep. the internet. Millions. How long have they been making this game? For like five, six years? Oh, it's been, it has to have been longer Bro. than that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. GTA Five has been out for a decade. Yeah, GTA Three or GTA Five came out on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Man, it's I've been seen forever. little clips here and there. The graphics look amazing. Yeah, the leaks that came out. I have to say, I seen pictures mm -hmm. of the leaks. I never watched any of the videos because Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption games are the games that, like. I will watch any of the content that comes out that's official content from the studio, but as far as leaky stuff, spoiler stuff, I stay far the fuck away from it because those are the games I like to be completely surprised in and just, like, you know, I'll never forget the first time I got to play GTA Five, the story, and just fucking running around. Like, that, every time those games come out, it's a fucking cultural event, so... Mm, I, I, I still play like that campaign, play. dude. I just played it a couple weeks ago. It still holds up to this day. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, if you like mod it on PC, it. man, it's so good. Well, There's now so that, many good mods for that. Now that the you know and you know there is some there is some shit talk to be had there about Rockstar. They've they've released Grand Theft Auto Five so many fucking times now. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I have to laugh. People keep buying it. I know people. It's just like Skyrim. It's just like Skyrim, dude. How many places? It's like can an we entry. Put this... It's like an entry into manhood, though. If yeah. you haven't bought GTA Five and played through the campaign, you're you're not a gamer. You're not a real man. The campaign. <laughs> the campaign yeah. is so. It's such a good story. And the uh, I'm, that's why I'm so excited for this next one because you know, mm -hmm. like you know, Rockstar is really good about pushing their games. You know, they make the next one better. They make the next one have iterations. It will feel different. It will feel better. It will look better. So, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, just the I you know I remember the the jump from GTA Five just to uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. That was impressive as fuck. Like, tremendous you know so yeah, they always change gaming in some shape yeah. or form and, know, like yeah. is amazing and and gta 6 whatever gta 6's online component's gonna be i mean my god oh my god again again here we go i, I kind of i was kind of gonna bring that up i wonder if they're just gonna keep that like its own separate entity because the thing with these you sure. know online games and like constant constantly updating them like having these really high res assets and you know like at the time it was it was really hard for them and they said that like they they probably would have cut back gta online a little bit and not based it around the entire world because that does affect you know the development and the scale of you know keeping that world running and not crashing all the time i i wonder if it's going to be like a totally separate entity moving forward or if they're just going to keep supporting gta online I mean, because you know people are still playing that actively and putting millions of dollars into it so why would why would they do something new in that aspect if GTA Online is barely even having a decline? No, I think I think 110% they're going to because you can buy Grand Theft Auto Online separately in the in the Xbox store right now and buy just oh, Grand cool. Theft Auto Online and I think you can do it on PlayStation as well. You can own just Grand Theft Auto I mean, Online. So it would not surprise me at all if that's what they do going forward because they did the same thing for Red Dead Redemption 2 Online even though mm -hmm. they fucking shit the bed with that online. I, I don't even like to talk about that one because they missed out on so much potential there. But uh, I know, a, right, man? Yeah. I would be playing that now if they supported oh, it, honestly. Dude. That would probably be my main mm -hmm. game, dude. That's dude. what I'd be hopping on the homies with. Me and Ty put way more hours into that game than anybody I know. 
and I'm going to tell into the online. Like I have everything that you can possibly have in that shit. And I just, the, the amount of missed potential for red dead online is so sad to me. Um, but, uh, GTA, I mean, Grant, that's why, you know, me and we always found ourselves going back to Grand Theft Auto online because of the just sheer amount of things that you can do. And if they do yep. anything remotely close with that, with a whole new map, new physics, new cars, all the stuff. I mean, we're talking about something pretty incredible here, you know? Well, that's what I kind of meant. I, I, I don't think they're going, I don't think they're going to though, is what I meant. I think they're just going to keep supporting the current GTA online just like any, you know, MMO, like Final Fantasy fourteen. like, look at the way it looks. They've slowly updated the graphics in that engine for that game, like, over time. Or, like, even, you know, World of Warcraft, it doesn't look the same as, you know, as it always has. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're just going to, they're probably just going to keep focusing on the existing GTA Online, if I had to guess. I mean, why... Why wipe all of that and all the yeah, time and resources weird. they put into that? I mean, people don't play GTA Online for the graphics and shit. You know, like, not to say that they won't update it once it's, you know, at that point. But, like, in my opinion, like, the I, graphics in that for a, an always online game like that, it still holds up comparatively to other games. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? There's not a Definitely. whole lot of games that have, have you know, high-res if you have the next gen console versions cuz i pay i paid to get the next gen console version just for the updated 60 frames and the better textures it even holds it it it's even better looking than the other ones than uh, yeah it looks yeah. fine to me yeah. so i mean you know uh it's i just personally i think what they're going to end up doing is putting and this is just my guess i think they'll put a skeleton team on the current existing grand theft auto online and quit adding big updates to it and just maintain it running. But I, I think I think they're going to use the fact that they have this brand new map to put a GTA Online on. I think people would go gangbusters. And again, I think it would make them so much money. I think that's where I think that's probably where their brain's at. I think it would sell so much because, I mean, a whole new map to go run around and explore with your friends, I think that's what people are going to want to do personally. Like, I mean, I could see them going your route, Joe, and just keep adding stuff to the current existing GTA Online because that makes sense. But I just, I think with a whole new map that they're adding and a whole, all this new stuff, I think they're, I think people are going to want a new online experience to play with their friends. I think people certainly want that for sure, but it was like, it, I, I think of it in like the transition from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, like, I was fucking pissed, man. I was like, why? It looks exactly the fucking same. You know, not to say that GTA, the new GTA Online would, you know, be exactly the same, but it just, it just seems unnecessary to leave all that behind. And there will be a huge portion of the player base that has dumped literally thousands of dollars into gta online mm -hmm. and if they have to leave all that behind they're gonna be fucking mad well yeah and that's why I... they can't just update the map well it would be a massive update but you know but yeah that's what i mean that would be that would be adding on to the current gta online unless they did yeah. a full-on transfer somehow but that's 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 way more work to transfer one thing from one engine to a completely new engine it, it just doesn't oh, yeah. work that way i just or I, I don't know maybe maybe have like two maps playable and then you still have all your houses and stuff at one map and then it'll you'll have like a loading screen to transfer to like the new map i don't know i don't know 
But like, I, I think they'll just add technology to the existing one to make it look more current. Just like Final Fantasy XIV is going through this process now by next summer, it's going to look more next gen. It's going to be the same engine. They're just going to have a lot of downtime for maintenance. And But by the time they're done, it's going to look like a next gen game, but essentially in the same engine. It's just more cost effective to do this. And then it it just keeps everybody it, like it. Everyone gets to have their cake and eat it too, essentially. So I, I, that's just yeah. the route I think they'll go. Yeah, I mean, no, none of us know for sure because Rockstar is really good at keeping their uh, their shit under wraps. They're very very yeah. I'm just going off of like if history repeats itself, and mm-hmm. you know they they go the the route of other successful like you know games as games as a service types games like this. You know that's probably what they'll do if. They don't want to have a team of thousands of people, you know, contributing to this new engine on this. It's just a lot of work and a lot of effort and oh, just yeah. a lot of money, frankly. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I definitely I can see them separating it. I can see them separating it. Like, like you were saying, you can download GTA online separately. So both have the ability, both 5 and 6 have the ability to access GTA online. Yep. But online stays its own thing. I 100% can see that. For exactly every reason Joe just said. Yeah, no, like I, like, I yeah, yeah. I'm it. just saying they're not going to make a new one. Is all. I just don't think they're going to make a totally new one. I think they're just going to oh, keep pumping their resources. Man, the, the amount of money they make in shark cards every month. Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five is in the top ten sales every single month since since release. It's disgusting. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's it's yeah. they make more money. So why why? Why would they stop that? <laughs> why? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I said I think they'll get Grand Theft Auto I think there'll 5. be a 2.0 version. They'll be like, hey, we're going to reboot this engine. There's going to be a month of maintenance. and But by the time we're done, we're going to have GTA Online 2.0, and it's going to look and feel better and this and that. But I don't think yeah, that they're going to do it in the engine of GTA six i just don't think that's gonna happen i just think uh, that's why that's why i said i think that they're gonna go with the point where they get gta 5 to a point where it's like it's as big as it's gonna get it's as good as it's gonna get we're gonna maintain it for everybody to continue playing it for as long as people are playing it and just not add any more new stuff to it but focus on the new game at least that's what i think they're gonna do so i mean either one of us could be right i definitely see where you're coming from when it loses money they will i think yeah Yeah. i mean i think i think like i like i said i agree with you and i see all of your points but i also think they could go i mean god they got so much they've made so much fucking money from that game who knows what they're gonna do they're still making money from it they they make make more money than most games every every like brand new games man just like with the with the microtransactions and shark cards there's people spending thousands of dollars every single week on this game just individuals it's crazy yeah so there's I, a lot of reports now that this thing's gonna be a two billion dollar game so i mean we don't know what to expect it's gonna be serious? massive though yeah Holy two billion most hell. most expensive game ever yeah it's i've insane. seen yeah we've seen some leaks um another big thing that you know i've seen that people have talked about is that movies don't even get that <laughs> um uh we got you know uh the uh there was a rumor floating around that this that the new gta was supposed to be like kind of based in the 80s they're supposed to be like back to Vice city 80s well all the reports that we're getting now is that that's not true that it's actually in modern times which makes sense the integration of the cell phone into grand theft auto was a game changer yeah so yeah. um 
can't take that away. No, I don't. I don't think so. The, the integration of the cell phone is really important into the gameplay, and it, now, in my opinion, just the way it works with the calls and all the stuff, and like taking pictures of like things that you have to do for story missions and whatnot. Um, but you know, the map is supposedly like you keep seeing different rumors about how big the map is, but I can only assume the map's going to be bigger and better than GTA five. It looks like it could swallow up like the last two or three maps all together. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're, it's, it's going to be massive. Some of the leaks I've been seeing have been everything from GTA three. Mm-hmm. Where's it based out of? Do you guys know? It's going to be a Vice I don't want to spoil City. anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be yeah, a, a little bit of spoiler talk. Sorry for those who don't know, but it's supposed to be based out of Vice yeah. City. This is the rumors that we're hearing. Yeah, there's a big beach section uh section on uh some of the leaks, so I imagine it's uh kind of the Vice City, so. Yeah, I mean, if it's that kind of It'd vibe, be super fun. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of cool to see them go to a city that we've not seen yet. You know, a place that we've yeah. never been. Um it would be an interesting change up uh to say the least. You know, we've we've seen what? we've seen we've seen the Vegas area, we've seen New York City, if you will. You know, we've gotten all these, <laughs> you know, it'd be, yeah. It'd be crazy to see something like, uh, you know, go Mafia 3 style, go Louisiana to the south, like, you know, <laughs> something like that. Or, you know, there's a lot of different options you could go. Like a different country would be cool. Yeah, a different country would be really interesting as well. That would be really crazy. Um, Driving the left side of the road? I don't know. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, don't even, don't joke about that. Bring it back to London. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mexico would be cool, like fucking yeah, cartels dude, and shit. That'd be so freaking cool. Yeah, Mexico Mexican cartel fun. action or some shit. Yeah, you know? yeah Mexico would. I mean, we've seen Rockstar do modern. We've seen Rockstar do western. How about some space? You know, <laughs> get a space Rockstar game. Oh my god, let me be a space. Yeah, that'd be sick. Just Grand Theft spaceship. That's what right. I would like them it's to really revisit sick. some of their old IP like that. Uh, that old bully game was pretty good on the PS2. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah back that was, in that was the a big PS2 one. Days. I never yeah. played that game. I made one some weird games back titles. in the day. Also, the Midnight there Club was... series was a Rockstar game. And... Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. I was trying to think yeah. of the name. Yeah. yeah. Old school. Lutzy says old school Britain, like Peaky Blinders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, dude, that'd yeah, be so cool. I'd love that. Yeah. Thomas fucking Shelby. No, uh, you know, all the fucking yeah. rice cars, so rice gonna, burners. Oh my god, man. Regardless, um, you know, I'm sure that this first announcement trailer is gonna be just like Grand Theft Auto Fives. It'll probably be some uh some flyovers of the cityscape. Maybe we'll get to pull out some details. It'll be you know we'll see some npcs walk in we won't see any of the main characters i almost guarantee it it'll be npcs dude i can't wait for the modding scene already it's gonna be fucking insane i've been watching skyrim mods where they're putting like chat gpt into the into the ai Mm -hmm. of like skyrim so you can like actually ask it questions with your voice and it'll just answer (laughs) it's so it's so fucking crazy dude i can't wait for the modding scene for this game already because gta 5 is nuts you can make that a totally different game with mods um, let's see. Are you I talking like... about contraband? 
Is that what that is? Okay. I think he might be talking about Contraband. That is a game that's under development right now that I know about. That's supposed to be like a 1980. It's supposed to be, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like, uh, it's supposed to be like 80s heisty stuff is what I yeah. remember. And um, I forget who's making that one. I don't know. There's, you know, there's quite a few games that are cool. supposed to be coming up in the next little while that I'm pretty excited for. Um, so I just, I don't know. There's so many games coming out. Like I have, like Joe said earlier, my backlog is packed full of games that i probably should play Same. but i can't ever pull myself away from playing warzone I just, i'm addicted to that loop i'm addicted to the gameplay loop that's yeah unpredictability um, yeah like i, I yeah, that games i swear it's giving me anger problems i'm not even kidding <laughs> That's why I stopped, though. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I get it. It's an actual, it's so it's an actual addiction loop, though. Like, just to, you oh, know, yeah. speak on that truthfully. Like, that, it, it that's they, they got you exactly where they want you. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's, it, that's exactly what it is. It's addiction. That's why everyone keeps coming back. Yeah, they definitely but got me right payday. where they want me. Because I just, like, I can't... I just like the... Oh, it might be... Oh, Payday, payday 3. 2. Yeah, Payday 3 yeah, did yeah, just yeah. come Yeah, it was Payday 3. That's what I thought he yeah, was talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about that one. That game, actually... Dude, payday 2 is the shit. I, yeah, it's out. I heard it's really I good. Played him. I'd play it with you. I'm not... I've tried to get into the Payday games. I just was never... It was never my thing. I like the first-person shooter, and they look really cool. I just... I guess I never... It, I'd have to play it with have, friends. I think it's Payday 3, Let's see. It's number 3. You, you have I don't to play a play, lot of games, so you have to play Payday with friends. Like when, when yeah, I was, it's it's a must to play with friends. It, yeah, you have to. It, when I was playing it, dude, me and a buddy were logging in, and we were logging in with like people from France, and it was harder than hell. Like there was <laughs> no communication, what the fuck ever. Yeah, but, I'm sure. But like the gameplay was fun because you had at least I at least had someone I could talk to. If you got like just like Warzone. Mm-hmm. Get a squad together. The more people that play, the more fun to be had, whether you get shit on or not. Yeah, it's designed for that. Like it's literally it. it they recommend that you don't play it alone. It's just one of those games where yeah. you should absolutely be playing with yeah. friends because that's where the fun's at. Yeah, like I just yeah, you know, absolutely. and it was the same thing that kept me going back to Destiny. The gameplay loop was addicting. It is addicting, mm-hmm. and you know, I just you know that's the thing I've been really enjoying about Warzone is it's like yes, it's the same map, but all my matches play out so differently. You know, for the most part. Exactly. So yeah, it's just unpredictable. It, yeah, it just keeps me coming back just because it's just uh, it's what and you know i've always been a first person shooter fiend so it's just kind of my thing that i've been you know and i i that's why like when starfield came out it was a nice little break from multiplayer for a little while i do plan on hopping back into that soon because i like i said the itch is real i've been fighting it for a minute and i every once in a while i'm like fuck i just i'd like i'll try to i and i need to finish the cyberpunk dlc that's the other game i still have not finished like the dlc is so good but i keep i just keep wanting to shoot people after i drop out of this game <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like me and loads are talking about even foresty fucking forest is addicting your shit but i i keep going back to forest and just because that's what everything that's what the homies learn yeah, I, I yeah, it's definitely like I'll get mad at Call of Duty and I'll jump on the forest and it's just like it mellows me out because Call mm-hmm. of Duty freaking makes me so mad. You know, it's, <laughs> it's irritating as some of the things that we're dealing with are lately with 
the gaming industry and stuff <coughs> i'm so grateful to be alive right now for games because they're just <coughs> so awesome <laughs> yeah there's still a lot of good games out there that are coming out despite you know call of duty being ass and Dude, i've been thinking about re-downloading hogwarts legacy systems i've been itching i've been itching to play hogwarts legacy again it's basically spells. just the live service games that are kind of going to shit like live service yeah. is trying to ruin the gaming industry as a whole and like so there's a bunch of studios trying to jump on that bandwagon because they see all the money there so yep. in a way it is like kind of interfering with the industry but it's just a matter of like which devs decide to go that like sony in my opinion if they keep on forcing all these devs to make live service games that don't want to make live service games then they're just <laughs> gonna they're gonna get dog water just yep. You know, like make devs let let devs make games that they want to make. And I think Battlebit is a great example of that because the graphics are shit. They wanted to make a shooter. It's a shooter with some passion in it. It's just two two brothers <laughs> or some shit that made that game. And That's it awesome. fucking popped off, man. And it's still popping off. What's the other, the I, other I just I just missed the creativity. The other great example that I can give uh, in the opposite direction of a game that shouldn't have been live service that was forced to be live service was Marvel's Avengers. Absolutely. If that game that game died so quick. Yep. If that game wouldn't have been live service, if they wouldn't have tried to make it live service and co-op, and they would have made that game a single player game, uh, like the tra that first trailer that they dropped for that game. I was so stoked watching that trailer. I was like, this game looks fucking awesome. And then after <laughs> you get it and you get into it and realize that it's a live service fucking piece of shit and they didn't even do a good job at implementing it, the whole, like, it just, like, the movement was cool. It's just not immersive anymore. Yeah, the movement was cool in that game. Like, that game had so much potential. That's why um, if anybody in this uh anybody here or listening hasn't i highly recommend playing guardians of the galaxy that game is a great example of what a great linear marvels game could be and they could have made marvels avengers like that and it would have been a fantastic game some people might right. not have liked and ironically, the... it probably would have made more yep guardians of the galaxy some people didn't necessarily like it but i thought the story was great the gameplay was great and it looked good and it was a I think it was received game. pretty decently. Yeah, I mean, I know, I, I, I definitely remember some minor criticisms of the game, but I thought it was a fantastic game. Um, I, I didn't completely finish it because something pulled me away from it, like it, like, always happens. But, um, it, you know, I watched most of it. It's a great. The game was great, and so I, you know, it's sad to, when games get forced into this live at this live service thing because some games are just not meant to be that way. Um, right. you know, yeah, like this Last of Us bullshit that they've been promising for two years. Yep. Uh, there's supposedly this Last of Us expansion multiplayer. I'm like, why? Well, why the why the fuck do we need this? I mean, I what remember, could they possibly be working on? From what I remember, the first one was pretty well received on PS3. A lot of people really there was a pretty passionate community for the first version of it on ps yeah but i i think it's like kind of a different scope because that was just like a that was a different time and it was released on release like this just feels like they were trying you know, to do they were trying to do something i feel like that was like i i almost feel like from what i understood they were almost trying to do something that was like destiny related like that's weird you know like that's kind of the vibe i was getting off of it and then when they had Bungie look at it, they put it on ice. 
So I don't know what the hell that team was doing over there, but it obviously wasn't going to work. Yeah, yeah, it got the thumbs down from Bungie, I heard. You know, like, I, I can tell you that the, so the live service games that I've put a lot of hours into in a list go Destiny, and then the second one, uh, the second game series I put a lot of time into was The Division. I don't know if anybody else here played The Division besides myself. I played. I played. I, I tried it. I played it one. Fine. I played one and two an extensive amount. Um, I really liked it. It was a good I, game. Yeah, it had the same gameplay loop as Destiny, kind of, except you're not fighting monsters. That's why I played it. Yeah, I, I think you told me to try it. Yeah, and I I can tell you that I you know it the biggest difference is it's a lot. I would say it's a lot more it's a it's a cover based shooting game. So you're really it's really about finding cover, shooting from cover, moving to another set of cover. Kind of like gears. Yeah, it's very it's like a, it's like gears, yeah. And it you know, those games like I wish Division 2 didn't fall off as hard as it did because that game also was another one that had a lot of potential but they made some bad they made some bad choices ubisoft yeah i think the infrastructure is just really hard for these developers to upkeep like there's so much that goes Mm -hmm. into it and like give credit where it's due bungie you know maintaining this live service and getting bounced around all these years to to get funding to keep it going because you know when they have their highs they're really high but when they have their lows you know things get kind of desperate for them but Man, I just wish Destiny wouldn't have gotten so greedy. I think I think if yeah. they just wouldn't wouldn't have monetized it in the way they they did because we used to get so much shit, you know, like I wasn't even opposed to like season passes and this and that, but there it just it felt like well, the season you know, passes what I was or something. Exactly. Um yeah, you felt like you were getting something in the beginning, but then it just everything was added into the into the shop. You couldn't just get anything anymore. It, destiny is one of the worst monetized games i've ever seen in in my life now it's it's monetization hell yep so that's that's why i stopped there was you couldn't it, it's a cosmetic game Whoa. and everyone's like oh it's just cosmetics it, you know it's harmless blah 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 but when the game is specifically about collecting cosmetics and everyone's got all this cool shit that they've spent thousands of dollars on like it's just it kind of like you know takes the piss out of it it just takes all the fun out you know mm-hmm. it's just no, it I mean, sucks. My thing with yeah, Destiny, earn cool skins. Yeah, my final straw with Destiny was when they released that Twitter post saying that they were having a hard time coming up with seasonal skins, but you see, a yeah, bra- you see a brand new cosmetic f- to be paid for in silver like every week, and it's like, dude, you can't sit here and tell me that you guys can't come up with seasonal artifact armor pieces for us, but turn around and give us something new to buy every week in the fucking store. That's bullshit. Bro, the first yeah. time I quit Destiny 2 is when they did that first shit time. with the shaders in the beginning. Oh, you, the sh- where you couldn't reuse shaders yep. and shit. The shaders, I stopped playing. The shaders thing was in the very beginning. I I didn't stop playing, but I stopped worrying about my color. I looked like such a jackass yeah. for the first couple well, of weeks, I, for the first bit of Destiny. Yeah, because right. I just like was yeah. like you can and, and the shitty part was the shaders like they still have this system, but now you have unlimited uses. But you had to put a shader on each piece of armor. It's no longer the whole character. Right. So to to make your whole fucking character match, you had to go find five separate shaders of the same color or buy them with glimmer and then put them on. And once you put them on, they're gone. So if you don't have enough to keep 
you know, upgrading whatever you're doing or if you're changing your weapons or whatever, customize, you need like fucking 20 different stacks of those shaders. It's was Yeah, and there bullshit. was exclusive ones for raids. Like I did the Leviathan raid and I really loved the shaders, but every time you completed that fucking raid, it had like awesome gold and royal purple shaders that you couldn't mm -hmm. get anywhere else. And so you had to complete this raid like seven times. But even then I was still leery to use these fucking shaders because, because I'm limited. like, okay, the next... Next expansion is going to fucking come. I'm going to want these shaders. Y you know, like, I just never used shaders. Yeah. I used five shaders through one point, and then I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to stop playing for a while. And so I did, and then they, they did change it mm -hmm. shortly after that. Well, it's but oh my was... god, what a joke that was. Yeah, the community fucking blew up about it. They were pissed, and rightfully so. I mean, they should have never done that in the first place. That was that was asinine. I was like, what? It, what is this? What there's still this? an active destiny one community i don't know if you know that but there's yep. still a pretty active amount of people that play destiny one just because of all the bullshit you know controversies that destiny two had and i was one of them like i i i was kind of a destiny two hater in the beginning you know I, you know me i've had my ups and downs with with destiny it's been a love-hate relationship and they've always had that hook in me i guess you can say but well, oh my god yeah i've, I've always been well, one of those people where i'm just like man why why is destiny 2 even a thing because everyone just wants all the shit from destiny 1 a lot of it is just recycled shit from destiny 1 i i just well it's like we I, talked I really about never understood it the gameplay loop is addictive and it's 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 yeah. destiny and you know like me there's probably there's probably a couple streams from my early streaming when i first started streaming of me and joe running through the legendary campaign for one of the new dlcs where we're that was brutal those dude, were the best parts about the games dude, man yeah like, i was so happy that they added that that was those were so much fun while we were running through but we were laughing we were having fun but we were also laughing because it's like Oh, you know what? I think I've done a mission just like this before. Oh, I've had this content before, but we're laughing about it the entire time because it's like, yeah, they kind of reuse some stuff, but at least there's enough changes here that we're having fun. We're having a good time. Yeah, but I liked that it didn't feel like they were like holding our hand through it. It yes. felt like old school, like, like like an old school Halo campaign on hard mode or something with your buddy is what it felt like to me. And it was just super, I don't know. It was just like... Uh, it was like bungee back to form and it kind of seemed like there was a lot of good changing changes coming when they started doing things like that but then they just kind of stopped after those legendary campaigns i'm like this is great content and it had great replayability because there was so many people that i ran through that just because there was you know the the the, the level boost i think is what it was um for completing it or something like that so there was incentive to do it and it was just a lot of fun in general yeah, no, uh, it was, it was, I, I, I freaking, I freaking miss when Destiny was fun. Like, I, I just, I really wish it was still I, in that same spot. I, I will say this, there's been exactly one game that's pissed me off so much that I've smashed two controllers. Uh-oh. And uh -oh. yet, I would still go back to that game any day, and that is Destiny 1. Oh yeah, it's so good, man. That's where it all God. began for me. Dude, yeah, Destiny One. I I spiked two controllers off the floor because just getting pissed off at, at missions, but I would go back to it in a heartbeat. Raids back then were so much fun, man. And it seemed like the community was a lot less yeah. toxic back then. Like people wanted to help you get through raids. It you didn't have to get online. 
and look at tutorials like there wasn't this gatekeeping fucking bullshit like where right. people that have done a raid they're like oh you don't know how to do a raid you're fucking stupid you know just figure it out sort of thing like the community was so much different back then and that's what really stuck me in was like the I don't know, just the, the whole attitude around raids just changed somewhere along the lines of Destiny 2, where no one wanted to help each other anymore, and it just felt like everyone was gatekeeping it. It was just really hard to get a team together. Yeah, no, uh, that was one thing that I did enjoy about Destiny as well. And on Xbox, it was really awesome, because they have that looking for group thing on Xbox, where you could just, you know, and the Destiny app on the phone has a really good iteration of it too, but I just loved using that, because you could just make a group post and it would take like two minutes and you got people wanting to come in and help you or run through stuff with you. And so there's always someone oh, yeah. willing to run and play destiny with you. You didn't have to have friends online. I always found it weird that they, that Bungie themselves didn't implement just, you know, something better into the game mm -hmm. for matchmaking, like not to, not to make raids easier or anything like that. But I, I guess they kind of did add that beta thing towards mm -hmm. the end or whatever, but it's kind of Bungie's fault in the end that, you know, raids were so hard to, I guess, you know, get a group together because there's just a lot of, you know, prerequisites and, you know, getting yeah. that many people together to do that many stages of a raid was just kind of goofy towards well, the end. I have to say, though, it was always fun to watch the day one raid races. Everybody trying. Oh, yeah, I love those, dude. Like yeah. watching Datto and shit. I mean. Um, Destiny 2 gave us our hardest raid I think we've gotten. I took that first team, I forget which the raid was, but it took the first team like 16 hours or something to get through it. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, yeah dude. That, that was a good one. So, you know, I mean, there, there's been some great shit that's come out of Destiny. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that marathon i'm just nervous about marathon like we talked about last yeah. time you let tarkov players come in and test that out what the hell is this game what is this game yeah hopefully it's a different spin because yeah it's like i said not you know not dogging on tarkov but hopefully if they go that genre route hopefully they put a really different spin on it because yeah. it's going to take a lot for me to want to be interested in something like that honestly yeah. That's, yeah. It's very niche. Yeah, very, very niche. Very yeah, it niche. is. Um, I, it's cool. It's a cool series. I have nothing wrong with it at all. Um, but it's 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 not for me. The community that's there is very passionate. I watched a good portion of that video you sent me, Joe, about the about the Tarkov wiggle. The wiggle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was interesting, right? Yeah, very sure. interesting. It's crazy. It's crazy how that kind of stuff can happen inside of a game. Right. Yeah, yeah, the origins of the wiggle, man. It's yeah. it's pretty nuts. If you guys haven't watched that video, watch it. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Yeah, that, that was um that was that was eye opening for sure. <laughs> but video game wise, I think that's all I really got to talk about. I've been really sucked into that good old uh good old Warzone and Modern Warfare, so that's pretty much all I got. Mm -hmm. Um I know that um, I heard you guys talking about some hockey stuff last night. I don't know if you guys got anything sports-wise to talk about. Oh, yeah. I sure do. Kyle did have something on those uh, <laughs> charges coming out of Chicago, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I forgot to mention last week, um, we're going to kind of backtrack and then also – Talk about the penalty that the Senators received first, though, because it all kind of ties in. Uh, the Senators were penalized a 2024 first and either 2025 or 2026 first 
for the mishandling of uh, the Evgeny Dadnov deal last year. Um, it's a pretty hefty fine or penalty considering like what Chicago got for the uh, first set of uh, sexual charges and all that stuff that they they got. Um, they were only fined two million, and only a few executives were fired for the uh, Kyle Beach lawsuit, uh, and that was towards Brad Ald- Aldrich, which involved uh, a sexual assault in 2010. Beach reported it to the team. Nothing was done. Aldrich later resigned in 2010 and then later volunteered at a high school in Houston where he was arrested and then pleaded guilty to fourth degree criminal sexual conduct conduct with a minor in 2013. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was also um, given a recommendation from, I believe, the owner or the president of Chicago at the time. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, kind of... <laughs> Kind of shitty. Um, that whole ordeal turned out really bad. Um, I think they settled for you know money for Kyle Beach and you know kind of went under the rug. But now there's a new allegation. Um, where did it go? Uh, they're calling it Black Ace, which is a prospect who joins the team for the playoffs but didn't play. Um, so, so a lot of people have been kind of you know, Google search in the roster and whatnot for that year and trying to pinpoint who it was. Um, it basically mirrors the lawsuit to Kyle Beach with 15 counts of negligence, uh, claiming Aldridge groomed, harassed, threatened, and assaulted, and that the Blackhawks covered up the allegations in 2010, which all appear to be true. Um, so I guess it's just a matter of time when they settle. Um, but a Blackhawk player was chasing Black, I- Black Ace 1 on the ice. Uh, was called the F-word. The, the slur word uh, was asked if he would, you know, liked that blowjob he gave. Uh, and that was in 2014. Um, so, you know, fellow players are literally just mocking this guy because they know. <laughs> Jeez. Um, original allegations in 2010 with Kyle Beach. He also made mention that Blackhawk players knew, um, as well as staff and, you know, faculty and whatnot. Um, players like Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, uh, director of player personnel, uh, Mark Bergevin. Um, they all claim to have not known, but uh, it appears they all kind of did and just swept it under the rug and tried to do whatever they could to cover it up. And now with this black ace coming out about it, it's, uh, you know, it's certain things up and there's a lot of, you know, conspiracies with Blackhawks getting the first overall pick to land Connor Bedard, you know, one of the best <laughs> generational players to come out of a draft since probably Connor McDavid. Um, so it's a big name. If you're not familiar with hockey, you probably won't get it. But um, for hockey, it's a huge deal. And a lot of this stuff is kind of finally coming to uh, – surface that all these old ass owners and systems that they used to follow are schemy and shitty and you know good reporters are finally getting it out there finally so shitty ordeal but you know that's kind of where we're at well i'm glad the truth is Uh, getting out there though well yeah exactly people shitty people should be exposed yeah, oh, big uh, with the the senators being penalized with all of that, it, there's kind of some theories like 
they were also running on a skeleton team at the time. So maybe he just kind of overlooked it and missed it. But uh, it's also, there's another side saying, you know, he probably was just trying to get away with it so he can trade into whatever team he wanted and just get the deal done and get his contract out, free up cap space. So uh, <laughs> pretty easy to uncover who was uh, at fault there. So he has been since fired. Uh, I think the next day they fired Pierre Dorian. And then Steve Steos uh, is now the interim GM until uh, further notice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for the Leafs, William Nylander uh, is on a 15-game point streak. It's the longest in franchise history to open the season, so he's just continuing that. Sick. And then uh, as of like five minutes ago, Brandon, my brother, ran in here and told me uh, Jay Woodcroft was fired as Oilers head coach. Uh, they've been absolutely dog shit this year. So pretty big deal for Edmonton when you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Two basically like automatic 100-point players. But uh, that's it for me for sports. Okay. Um, I don't really got anything big sports-wise to talk about. I mean, hasn't hey. been really anything that's caught my interest. So. Has anyone heard anything about Project 007? Are you talking about the game? Yeah. Um, I know that the people who make Hitman are supposed yeah. to be behind it and are supposed to be making it, which tells me everything I need to know that I'm going to like this game. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love I Hitman. I love the Hitman. Well, just series. because they're making it doesn't mean that it's going to be like a Hitman game. Oh, I no, mean, but um, I, I, just I, like uh, Hogwarts Legacy, like didn't those people make totally different games before or some shit? Yeah, no, they definitely made different games. But I just I have this feeling that it's like the way that Hitman plays, like they they're the perfect people to make that game is why I'm excited. Like the way that Hitman plays and the way you can sneak around and do all like take the take the uniforms and stuff like it's probably not going to play exactly like it. I'm hoping it's got a good story behind it like the other 007 games. But I'm excited because they are really good with those types of mechanics like Hitman just plays so well. Yeah, true, true, true. Like that's yeah, I love those games. Don't get don't get me wrong. Like I love I'm oh, I yeah. love Hitman. They're great games, but I, I'm not expecting a Hitman game. That's for oh, sure. No. They're probably dying. They're probably dying to make something totally new. Honestly. Oh yeah, I'm not expecting a Hitman 007 at all. But I am expecting them to use all of that great knowledge they have of like those secret agent mechanics, like the way that you play, the way that you can play Hitman. Yeah. Like I think it's gonna. I think it. I think it has the potential to be an absolute banger of a game. That's why I'm so excited because it's it's. I yeah. think they're the perfect studio to make that game. Yeah, that's probably true for sure. They're definitely the right people to do it. Oh um, yeah. I guess it's just a matter of their interpretation. I guess. Yeah. Hopefully I... it's not. Hopefully it's not too Hitmany. Like I love Hitman, but. Mm-hmm. I hope they I hope they go a totally just crazy direction, honestly. Let the creative juices flow. Oh yeah, I don't want them to like give us the hitman experience but double O seven. I, I hope it's like a I want a linear story, like something you can follow along, like a good story and like you know, I, I, I would really Oh yeah, the story's that. basically written already. I mean it's double O seven. You can make any, any story book. out of that. Yeah, so. any book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, there's I there's so many different ones that they could use. I, I I've played so many different James Bond games. One of my personal favorites is uh, was on the OG Xbox. It was double O. It was James Bond from Russia with love. It was 
it was like a third person one and i think it was based on the roger williams uh i had fun with all those old titles they're all so good yeah i that was one of my personal favorites there was a couple of the first person ones that were based on the pierce brosnan movies that i really enjoyed as well but i for james bond game this is just me i like it a little bit better when it's uh third person i like that like you know like the splinter cell style like third person sneaking around i really enjoy that gameplay yeah, it, sure, gives you more, sure. it gives you more of that tactical. And since we're can see, I mean and since we're back on games, I'm sure I don't know if everybody knows about this, but they did Ubisoft essentially confirmed that they are working on a new Splinter Cell, like a reboot. I'm really hella nervous about it, but I'm also excited to see what they're gonna do with it. Yeah, cautiously you, optimistic, yeah. I think is the right the right word. Yeah, I'm nervous. Considering that Ubisoft could put their filthy fingers in it and ruin Splinter Cell, but I'm also hoping they give us something that is just beautiful. Like, you know, I... Who owns Siphon Filter? Is that Ubisoft that does Siphon Filter as well? I, or did? I, think, I can't remember now. I think so. I think so. I liked those games. Those were good. Um. But yeah, I, hopefully, considering Ubisoft is the latest to throw in more layoffs it's like five about five days ago they laid off by another 124 989 studios it was a just i guess an old sony studio is who published it or was the publisher and then the developers were ben so ben studio i don't i don't recognize that that's probably why they're not around anymore Yeah, no, I I definitely would love, you know, I'm I'm ex- I like those secret agent style games, and I played Splinter Cell a shitload back in the day, so I'm hoping, you know, and I I will, you know, like we like we talked about, we can give Ubisoft its flowers where it's due. The the change up from what Assassin's Creed was between, um, bef- like between I forget what the last title was before Odyssey. That change up. I thought Odyssey was such a nice, refreshing change to what Ubisoft, mm. like the Assassin's Creed formula and what it was. It necessarily wasn't what th- an Assassin's Creed title anymore, but the changeup was nice. I really enjoyed the 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 open fighting style and the difference in fighting in that game. And Odyssey is actually one of my favorite games ever, to be honest. I love the 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 setting and uh all of the different like you could go fight the minotaur it was sweet you know like i i I really enjoyed that um so if they do make some changes i'm hoping that they're at least positive ones in a good way like you know there's there were so many different things that splinter cell has done and they've all kind of i don't know there's uh, they're all good games in their own way so i'm hoping that if they say that this is supposed to be like a reboot kind of so i'm hoping they don't I'm hoping they don't make it too crazy, open world nonsensey. Like, that's the one thing I'm. Yeah, I'm sick of open world games, man. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just burnout, but like some games just don't need, need to it. be open mm-hmm. world. It, yeah, it's just not needed. Shut up, Lowe's. Yeah, 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 we don't, we don't need. I don't think Splinter Cell needs to be another one of those games where you have a gigantic map and you're checking off items on the map and that's what you're doing for the entire game yeah i'm just i'm just tired of following an icon and riding a fucking horse across 
you know this huge empty map yeah. because that's what most of them are like and that's that's where like games like tears of the King- kingdom and breath of the wild do it right like you can't wander off too far without something kind of happening there's always something around the corner that gets your attention or there's something to find or a puzzle here or a puzzle there like there's so many actual distractions scattered throughout the world like discoveries and this and that but some of these games it's just like and and sadly you know assassin's creed is you know kind of one of those games for me not to say that they're bad games but it's just that formula they're and technically they're the ones that kind of started that formula so you know that you know they by all means you know don't fix what isn't broken for you but for me i just kind of burned out on it like this Mm -hmm. the maps just seem emptier um odyssey specifically i didn't feel like there was anything waiting for me around the bend i i didn't I didn't find a reason to go just explore the map other than the directions it was telling me to go. Like, okay, this icon is telling you to go here to bring this to so-and-so person. Outside of that, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go wander off and see if I can find something. Because there's there's just nothing to find. And that's the problem I ran into with a lot of games lately. Like, I mean, Starfield, I, I was not inclined to go wander anywhere. There wasn't anything to find most of the time. And that's just where my problem with open world, like I, I like a good linear experience sometimes because you see everything that the devs intended you to see. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You, you, you get a better experience sometimes with a linear yeah. experience. It's, it's And the other thing is, is like, you know, it depends. And we always talk about the perspective. It, it also depends on how you play, like how everybody plays a game differently. And so, you know, I, I agree with you on the open world thing. I, I, it took longer for me to feel the fatigue of that. Um, cause I played all the way through Odyssey. I played all the way through origins. Um, origins was the first one and then Odyssey. And I played all the way through Valhalla. Now, by the end of Valhalla, I was definitely tired of that open world. Go here, do this. Um, the reason... It just holds your hand too much. I feel yeah. like there's an icon for everything. Mm-hmm. You don't need to use your brain to find anything no. in those games. Or like it, it's here, just go get it. You can turn that stuff off in Valhalla. They did give you the option to turn off all of that stuff to give you that experience of like getting directions from people and having to go explore on your own and find stuff. But the game is so massive that it. It's... Yeah, it's unreasonable and it's it's mm-hmm. unmotivating to yes. do that. It's just. It, it, exactly. I don't. You know it's just not fun and i i you know it took me a lot longer and what kept me invested in valhalla as long as i was in it until the point of the story until the point of the end of the story was the story just because i had grown i had i had grown attached to ivor's story and i liked where it was going and so i wanted to see it all the way through just for my own personal knowing like i wanted to play it all the way through and i was so close to the end um and so i continued to play and I played all the way, I played it all the way to the end and I kind of started the DLC, but again, it's another game that fell off. And, um, yeah. uh, one of my friend, one of my, one of my best friends, Gage, um, he, um, he got Assassin's Creed Mirage and I've talked to him a little bit about it. Gage is, uh, I would say he, I would say he's much more of a RPG player than he is anything. He plays Overwatch um as a multiplayer gamer but he is much more of a single player gamer and um he's very much into different games than i am and he um has said that so far he's enjoyed mirage for what it is and i've seen a lot of mixed um reviews on it 
I don't plan on picking it up until it goes on sale for pretty cheap, and then I'm going to check it out just because I do want to see what it is for myself. Um, because uh, I, you know, a lot of people are saying it was, you know, they're they were trying to go back to what Assassin's Creed used to be, so I'd like to see that for myself. I haven't watched anything on it because I kind of want to play and experience the story myself because I finished the Valhalla story, and. You know, this game, of apparently Assassin's Creed Mirage was worked on as a DLC first. It was supposed to be a DLC for Valhalla, and they fleshed it out into a full-fledged game. So, like I said, I'm going to wait and get it when it's cheap, and I'm going to check it out because this, I am interested in the story. I think a lot of people commended them for the return to form on the mm -hmm. newest game, but I think it was just, uh, you know, the, the effort put into that yep. form. I think... It's like they don't they don't want people to like that, so they're kind of like shooting themselves on the foot to give everyone what they're asking for, but then to try to prove them wrong that, oh, this isn't what you really wanted, see? It's not that good. It's a big part of that, and I also think it's a little bit of uh, too little too late also, if you will. Absolutely. You yeah. know, uh, I mean, how many times have we gotten, I mean, even with Mirage going back to its, you know, form of what Assassin's Creed is, it's an Assassin's Creed game at the end of the day. We we know what we know what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be following, we're gonna be eavesdropping, we're gonna be assassinating, we're gonna be stealing. That's Yo. that's what yeah. it is. It's just a different story. And you know, that gameplay loop can be rewarding and exciting in its own way. I've definitely put my time into all of those games. Um Dude, doing I, that. I play I play them for the linear story. Yeah. You know, my personal the stories used to be so great in those games, man. They my were personal really good. favorite one forever will always be Assassin's Creed three. The one where you're the Native American and you're in America That's a great fighting one, yeah. the Britons. I love that game so much. It is so good. The story I've bought in it. I have the remastered version on my Xbox. I have and I have the remastered version on my Switch because I love that game that much. I wanted it portable as well. And it is it actually yeah. plays pretty good on the Switch. I, I was impressed. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, but those games are, they're so entertaining to me. And I can, I, at least that one is. And they used to be, I, I felt like they, I don't know, like the, like I said, I love the change up in the fighting style because in Valhalla and stuff, it's, you know, you can, you can fight enemies that are way higher level than you and still win, but it's difficult. And if you know how to dodge and parry and do the moves right, you can really, you can fight some difficult enemies, but I just, yeah, I, I do kind of miss like, you know, what I loved about Assassin's Creed was you were a, you, you're an assassin. You've been fighting for years to literally, you've been training for years to, in the art of fighting and killing people. So the whole, you know, the counter kill thing made sense to me that you could just, you know, lay out a group of dudes with a couple blades because you were better than everybody else. That was the whole point of the game. Right. At least from where yeah, I stood. Absolutely. So I enjoyed that. I like, you know, Assassin's Creed four was that last good big one where you could just like, Oh, is there 25 guys in front of me? Watch this. <laughs> Take them all out and then move on to your next objective. Like I enjoyed that just because it made, it made you feel powerful. Like some people might've gotten sick of that gameplay loop, but it made you feel powerful while you were playing it. Yeah. I think Assassin's Creed, maybe, two or three might be my favorites i can't really decide they were just so good back then yeah they were yeah. the story the stories were super good like the assassin's creed 2 assassin's creed 2 brotherhood and assassin's creed revelations the Ezio stories are are three of the best games that 
I have ever played. They're still up there in my top 10. Like all three of those games were so much fun and they did a great job um, of showing the progressions of Ezio as he got older and his skill sets. And then the third one revelations was, I thought awesome where they like, you know, they kind of showed Ezio's age a little bit. So it was, I thought they did a great job back then with those games. And, you know, there's a lot of arguments to say that, you know, like the one thing I notice, and I'm ignorant to this stuff, I'm no developer, but I notice how much bigger games are when we download and, you know, we want all this crazy, all these new graphics and stuff, and I want them to look fantastic, but at the same time, like, I don't know how much work goes into all that stuff, so, like, like that's that's kind of funny that you mentioned that, because I was going to bring this up about COD earlier, um, I think the base download for that is, like, 200 and what, 220 or 212 or some bullshit, um, but that is, it's, it's so unnecessary and so uncompressed, and it, I think a lot of these, a lot of these game makers, like, they just don't want you to play another game. Yeah. They want they want to fill your hard drive is yeah, what's going yeah. on here. And see, and like, you know, and I feel and I feel like I wonder where the line is of like what what is the line of like how much do we need to sacrifice for you know for gameplay content for graphics Where, where's the line at you know like i wonder that all the time when i'm playing these new games well at least compress your assets a little bit call yeah. of duty jesus christ they're just well, making I mean, it like, blatantly obvious it's not even like a fucking open world game and I it's mean, like, like 200 gigs like where where is all that data at in that game holy fuck yeah it's like call of duty was bad um also you know like when i when i destiny was getting bad there towards the end too but to their defense defense, it's like a 100 year old game with a thousand expansions i guess but still like at its core it's still like not really a whole lot for the amount of data that it was so yeah so where do we draw the line at like you know because like i think back to the good old days when you know on 360 and ps3 when games were like the maximum download size for a game was like 20 something gigabytes you know what i mean like yeah the good old days yeah it was like maximum was 20 something gigabytes and you know i could think of some bangers that i spent hours and hours playing like a game that i was thinking about the other day army of two yes dude those games were incredible and they were so much fun and if you had someone to sit there and play that game with either online or couch co-op you, i could play that game for hours hours it was yeah, so much fun great games and that game wasn't fucking 75 gigabytes 80 gigabytes 100 gigabytes like no, i just dude. you know I, and it and it some of my favorite most replayable games are indie titles yeah. that are like 10 gigabytes like hades um that game i've put hundreds of hours into and it just has this you know kind of go through and die gameplay loop and it's so addictive it's just like Yep. It's it's just creative what you can do with such a small amount of space if you you know limit yourself a little bit. Um, I still play I still play Skate Three to this day, all the time. Oh, that game is goat, man. Yeah, I I, I actually emulated that not too long ago. Um, speaking of Skate, I did want to bring this up when we were talking about video game stuff earlier, but it reminded me there was a Twitter post someone shared. Um, Eli shared it actually. Shout out to Deathcore Dad. He shared it on uh facebook if i do remember correctly um mm-hmm. we got kind of an official announcement for skate 4 um it's been being it has been being worked on for a while i know i talked about this in another podcast um 
uh, in one of our other episodes. It has been being worked on for a while. Um, but they're kind of they're they're hinting that it's looking like a 2024 release for Skate Four, and it's supposed to be a free to play game. So I that's what's got me a little bit worried is the free to pay free to play aspect. Yeah, but cautiously yeah. optimistic. Cautiously optimistic, exactly. Um, I know that it's a lot of the original <laughs> skate team that's working on this game, so I'm hoping that 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 passion is there still, regardless. Um, uh, so- yeah, and it's not to say that the developers on any game aren't passionate. It's it's the fucking mm-hmm. publishers that you know yeah. are yeah. making them do it. Oh yeah, well, I, and I'm not saying that at all. But it's you know it's like you said about Call of Duty with you know a lot of the old team isn't there. You know, I, if the people who originally were working on skate are working on skate again, I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit, you know, it's it, it. I just hope it isn't microtransaction fucking hell. Like, yeah, sure. Yep. Give it a season pass. I understand that you need to recoup your money on your free game. You know, just like I don't give Fortnite a lot of shit because I feel like they do they a do lot of right. things right. You can buy a season pass and make your V bucks back for the, you know, as long as you play the game, you get rewarded sort of thing. So well, it's like even hopefully they have some kind of model that's fair and not just like you, you, you get charged $20 per skateboard graphic or some mm-hmm. bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, Cause that's, that's what, what I foresee. That's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm expecting. Um, You know, and you know, like you said, Fortnite does it in a way that's fair. Like even their, even their Fortnite crew, thing their monthly subscription that's on Fortnite. in my opinion it's a good deal it's like 11 bucks it boils down to fun for me like if i can play a game for free and have fun without spending a penny Mm -hmm. you're doing something right you know what i mean if i feel like i have to spend a ton of money to keep up and have fun with people you're doing something wrong like if i feel like i i need to buy the season pass because all my friends are doing it and there's this one specific thing locked behind the season pass and you know what I mean? Like Fortnite has a rotating shop. Like you, you, if you want something very badly, you can usually just buy it. And granted, the prices are a little high on the skins, but at least you get what you get. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's it is what it is. You know, um, it's a free game, so they're entitled to do whatever the fuck they want, in my opinion. But yep, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's more of a pass. Yeah, no, I think you know, I think Fortnite, I think Fortnite at least has some more fair you know, things about it. Um, we'll see what happens with skate. I'm hoping that, you know, they, they, some of the things I've read about it, they're saying that they want the scheme to be more community driven. So they're talking about, you know, community added maps and stuff like that, like the community making skate maps and stuff. And it makes me a little sad just because, you know, knowing that this game is going to be free to play, means it's not going to be anything close to what skate three was which is really what i wanted like if you know if yeah i just want a full-blown game where you pay for it and you can just unlock things by playing the shit Mm -hmm. that's why you know so many people are grabbing gravitating towards games like that like baldur's and spending so much time because they're just offering so much you know granted you know at a full price tag but you just you pay the money and you get the things i think people are just really really missing that and i've been gravitating towards a lot of indies that are like that or just playing old games where it's just like i i don't care if they had to charge 120 dollars for games now i would gladly pay it if you know if i could just unlock everything just by playing the game you know not doing these daily and weekly challenges and fucking bullshit like just let me play your game let me veg out on it for a couple months and just move on to the next thing you know what i'm saying yeah we'll we'll have to see because like you know i enjoyed skate 3 for the story 
that was in it in the way you progressed through and you were like starting your board company and all that stuff. So, you know, with that spirit seemingly gone, at least until, you know, we get our hands on it and we see for ourselves, I, I'm a little nervous myself just because I definitely, the, the free to play thing always makes me nervous. Cause it's like, what are they going to lock behind a paywall? Are they going to lock the ability yeah. to download maps behind a paywall? Like, what is it? And right. It, it's just getting abused. This whole free to play yeah, thing. Like because, there's, there's a lot of games that do it right, but there's a lot of games that, that are just doing it flat out wrong now. Yep. And because unfortunately the publisher behind this game is EA, you know, it's going to be extra yeah. filthy. Yeah, I just caution everyone to just never pre-order games anymore. There's just no, <laughs> there's no incentive to do so. You're just a play tester in a beta, essentially. So, save your yeah. shekels. Let let the people with you know that are getting paid to review these games let them do their jobs, and then you know kind of take your opinion from there. Because someone like EA, they just really can't be trusted. No, they definitely, they definitely can't. So it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting freaking, it's going to be, we'll have to see. I think it can go either big way time, at this point time. with Skate. Um, but uh, let's hop into the TVs and movies section here. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Kyle, want to uh, Yeah. So we have the actor strike is finally over. Yay. Hog. Okay. um i haven't seen two specific details like numbers of dollars and yada yada but it is three year contracts for the wga and the actors guild or the uh the sag aftra um so both are on three-year contracts next up would be the video game industry the only thing i couldn't find there is when the deal was supposed to be completed before the strike actually initiates but they did vote to initiate a strike if the deal was not reached, if that makes sense. Um, so I just I haven't seen details on that, but hopefully we hear more on that in the coming days. Um, let's see here. But some of the things I found for the deal was um, this is the largest increase in minimum wages in the last 40 years. Um, brand new residual for streaming programs. Extensive consent and compensation protections in the use of AI and sizable contracts, uh, contract increases on items across the board. And I couldn't really find on much what those items specifically were, um, but lots of good news. Um, I watched a, a quick little live from Zachary Levi, who was like, we're not going to get everything that we want, but as long as like, you know, the AI and their safety and all that is addressed. I think most of them will be pretty happy um, with the strike officially being kind of over. Um, some projects announced that, you know, they're moving with production. We got Superman Legacy, which is still on track for July 11th, I think it was, or June 11th. I'm forget, mixing up the months here, but 2025. Uh, Minecraft, Tron 3, and Mortal Kombat 2 are all going to begin filming in early 2024. Um, oh, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, got some got some good stuff coming. Uh, and it's still early since the announcement that uh, that deal was signed. So more things coming for sure. Um, producers of Sicario Three have not found a director, but ensure the film is being worked on. I haven't watched the second one actually, but the first one is really good. I don't know if you guys have watched those Sicario. 
I have not. Um, well, fine. <laughs> uh, today, we're actually supposed to be expecting a Rebel Moon trailer. It's the final trailer before uh, the movie comes, and that's uh, part one. Okay. For sure, for sure. I was, I was trying to look to see if it had dropped yet, but it's. I think it's tonight it drops, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, remake of The Longest Yard is in the uh, works. Another one? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it seems kind of right, though, because, I mean, the first one was Burt Reynolds. Second one was Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. So, what, we're about 20 years? I, seems about right. I guess so. I, I just also, I just, I, I don't wonder want, what I don't want to do, do this every it. 20 years, but. I, don't, I just, I'm nervous about what they're going to do with it. Like, man, Adam Sandler's The Longest Yard is going to be so hard to beat, man. That movie was yeah. so goddamn funny. I have I laugh so hard even to this day when I watch this movie. Joey Diaz, oh, yeah. Joey Diaz is one of my favorite people in that movie. Can of corn, <laughs> can of corn, and I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, dude. So I'm yeah. There's a lot of like good cameos too. Like we had Michael Irvin, fucking yeah. fifty or not fifty cent, but uh, uh um, oh my god, Nelly. <laughs> shit, didn't yeah, they? There's shit. a lot of good people appeared in that. Wasn't Burt Reynolds the wasn't Burt Reynolds the old dude in that movie too? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he came back for it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, yeah. it, watch watch yeah. them have Adam Sandler as an old man in the prison now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious and you know, I thought the the first with the original and uh, the remake were good. So I'm definitely curious, but yeah. it, I don't want to do this every 20 years sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. Just the world we live in, man. Everything's a remake, but hopefully it's a good one. At yeah, least. exactly. Um, Sh- Shrek 5 is set to release 2025. I actually didn't know there was a fourth one, but there is. <laughs> There's a fourth Shrek yeah, kind of lose. Yeah, you kind of lose track yeah, after yeah. a while, honestly, when they milk these franchises for so long. Oh my yeah, god! It, it's not it's not titled Shrek Four, which is why I was confused. It's like bro, Shrek I used to love the Land Before Time when I was a kid, and there's yes! like love of those movies now. I guess, dude, there's, yeah, there's so, so many bad. of yeah, them. I used to love those too, dude. It's like <laughs> those are my like, shit. Like Saw just came out with Saw what X or some bullshit like that. Yeah, Saw Ten. Saw Ten. Yeah. Oh my wow. god! Get out of here! Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen a Saw movie since like the second one. <gasps> <laughs> that's I, so I lost ridiculous for like four or five i was just like okay all right it's crazy twists and crazy deaths i got it <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's the new game oh, what's his face is back the original dude so <laughs> um inside out 2 comes to theaters june 2024 uh i know some people who will be excited for that pretty good animation movie i, I like i enjoyed the first one i i enjoyed for the take that it took on trying to explain emotions to kids yeah i thought it was very yeah. creative honestly i don't even have yeah. kids and i liked it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like i know like, I enjoyed it. like my wife thought it was weird and she didn't <laughs> appreciate it, but but i thought i thought it was a really good way of, of explaining like here's like how your emotions and when you're feeling different ones like just think these two people are fucking fighting or something i mean yeah there's a really good, take a good way to look it. at it yeah. yeah yeah great analogy mm-hmm uh you guys watch the show The Bear? I hadn't really heard of it, but the, the actor was uh, familiar. Uh, they just got renewed for season three. Uh, I think that's on Netflix. 
The live action series for Avatar The Last Airbender releases February 22nd. It looks actually pretty good, not going to lie, considering the live action movie we got before, which was terrible. <laughs> I hate most live action movies, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Agreed. I do too. I'm not a huge live action fan. I usually just um, don't give them a chance most of the time. I probably missed out on some, you know, good entertainment, but I just, there's very few easy. ones. Just some yes. of it doesn't just, it just doesn't translate well for me. Yeah, agreed. Like a lot of the Disney projects specifically. Oh, yeah. They're so terrible. weird, man. It's just like, it's so some terrible. like, it's like Uncanny Valley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, I got uh, Stranger. Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I got a little series I wanted to talk about. Um, that I'm excited to watch. It's a Netflix series. It's a limited four part series. It's called All the Light We Cannot See. I should break it up. Oh, yeah, you cut out there. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's called All the Light We Cannot See. It's a limited four part series on Netflix. Um, and it's about a father and a daughter who escape um, um, some a French a French city during World War II to a coastal city. Um, yeah, I really like these old school World War II movies. I've always been a big fan of them. Um, and yeah. the uh, uh, the father is portrayed by Mark Ruffalo, so I'm definitely uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Mark Ruffalo. So I'm excited to watch this movie. I think it'll be an interesting watch. Um, but uh, that's really the only thing movie-wise or TV-wise, I should say, I had to talk about um, that I've been keeping nice. my eye on. Nice. Then you've got you've got uh, Nintendo and Sony teaming up to make live-action Zelda. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm not too fond of a lot of. I Sony mean, that one could be projects, interesting. So. I could. I can see that yeah. one translating okay, but hopefully yeah. it's not too cheesy. There's a lot of video yeah. game movies tend to have this cheesiness. I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys remember the old Mortal Kombat movies, but it kind of started yeah, there and just never ended. The first one was great, and then it's just absolute shit. <laughs> the new Mario movie wasn't horrible. It it didn't have that same level of cheesiness, but there was still something mm -hmm. a little off. I didn't like Chris Pratt as the voice actor, honestly. It was just little too generic and they played it a little too safe they should have just had the fucking mario voice actor play that guy yep. honestly but i don't know chris i love chris pratt don't get me wrong it was just kind of i don't know just felt weird a little weird yeah <laughs> just weird Dude, how about you want to talk mario go back to the john leguizamo movie back in what the 80s dude i love oh, that yeah. movie though oh my yeah. god i know it's such, gonna... a, it's such a bad movie but i love it, it. is but it's so good <laughs> yeah it's so bad it's one of those ones where yeah it's absolutely just a dog shit movie but dude the nostalgia behind it is just like ooh. right exactly oh, it's it kind of like gave me nightmares as a kid at first it was such a weird movie but you know because i'm like playing mario and then i watched i was like what is this what yeah this isn't the mario i know a <laughs> uh, couple more things michael keaton is set to return as vulture in spider-man 4 Oh. Is there actually a, a Beetlejuice movie coming for real? Do you guys know? Or yes. is that just okay? It's it's happening. Yeah, sequel is happening. Yeah. Oh, Jenna nice. Ortega, uh, uh, I can never remember her name, but uh, Rihanna yeah. Ryder, Wider, uh, yeah, Winona. Ryder. Is that her yes, name? Yes, thank you. Yes, Winona. <laughs> uh, and then a couple other were confirmed Michael Keaton as well. Um, so yeah, that one's definitely coming. 
Ooh. I'm looking forward to that one. I love that old movie. It's so good. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be super fun for Halloween too. PG rating, nice. by the way, which is kind of weird. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize. PG used to mean something different back in the day, though, I guess. Like, they actually wanted you to have parental guidance, but it just meant something different back then. There's a lot of weird, you know, definitely an adult movie, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's just back then we weren't a bunch of pansies. Like, I'm sorry, but like. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, sensitivity in 2023, everyone's so oversensitive about everything. No, it's crazy. I just seen a TikTok. We were just like, you need to know what the world was, dude. Like, age four, they're sitting down, like, this is Schindler's List. This is real. Yes. (laughs) Like, I just seen a TikTok. It really happened. I just seen a TikTok of some teenage girl listening to. an Eminem song, and she's all, she's all. We need to get this man canceled. Do you hear the lyrics oh to this god, music? Yeah. And I was like, I, Oh my it god, it's happening! It's finally happening. It was such <laughs> a different time, dude. Like some, of, like some of that shit that he released back in the day, man. Like it would just, oh man, it just would not fly today. Are you telling me you're gonna, try to, you're gonna tell the movies go back? Because I would love to see them try and cancel Eminem. You're telling me you're going to cancel the guy who released an album cover that was a picture of him and his four-year-old daughter dumping his ex-wife's body into the fucking water? I'm sure. Seriously. Tell me all about it. <laughs> and yeah, it was a different time back then. It's so weird what we've morphed into. It's like I we would... were saying in the last pod, like, I don't recognize the world as it is today, man. It's so weird. No, and it's it, the even more bizarre thing about it is, because we kind of talked about it on the last pod, South Park. We were oh, all yeah. raised on South Park. How in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Is it so sensitive out? Seriously, man. I was raised on some weird shit like Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern oh, Life. Yeah, and dude. All, <laughs> all that weird shit. Beavis and Butthead. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, just like just just brain melting, just dumb shit. But it didn't matter. You know what I mean? It, it, everyone's so we weird about everything now. I remember when beavis and butthead actually got canceled though that's kind of when things you know started going downhill for society i think is when people took beavis and butthead too seriously and demanded that it be removed from tv i think the particle collider put us in a different dimension (laughs) as i blow out a dab (laughs) (laughs) you're putting yourself in that own dimension Listen, listen, that's how I deal sometimes, okay? <laughs> but how I function. That was it's the- funny that we bring up South Park though, because like I've been returning to South Park a lot. I, I kind of stopped watching it for the longest time just because like you know, some of the humor is really immature and you know, whatever. Oh, you know, it's kinda it's, dumb, yeah. Yeah, kind of dumb. Brow. Yeah, it some is it, it is, is a dumb brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of just dumb stupid childish jokes in there and that's kind of why i stopped but like now i'm kind of gravitating gravitating back towards it just because it's just a reminder of a better time well you know what i mean well that's the thing i loved about south park is they did a really good job in my opinion of mixing in that lowbrow poop humor if you will with Mm-hmm. let me put Snooki in here as a monster and make her rape people just to yeah. like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like they did a really good That's job at that either. type of highbrow humor as well. Every once in a while, like they, throw yeah, the shit where there. you just kind of want to look away. It's like a train wreck, but you keep watching it, you know, cause they, it's just like, Whoa, what the fuck is going on? Like I watched the, the pandemic specials. Uh, I just watched the show and like Randy's like fucking a bat and all this crazy shit. And, 
And I'm just like, oh my God, what am I doing with my time right now? But then I'm just kind of like, you know, at least they, they push the boundaries and it, you know, it, it's just, it is a reminder of a better time. Dude, South yeah. Park has done some things that I, the human Sentai pad episode. I still yes. think about that episode to this day. It is one of the funniest things I've ever dude, seen, dude. And whole... I'll never forget watching an episode of South Park and watching not only Santa Claus, but then Jesus snort cocaine. Seriously. <laughs> I just, you know, like, yes, well, give me more of well, that. Think about think th- think about the games, right? So when oh. they came out with the stick of truth, you get you get boss abilities. So unlock mr slave and if you call in a boss ability he literally jumps on the screen rips his pants off and then absorbs the enemy into his ass yeah i'm glad you brought up the games because i literally just downloaded the fractured but whole last night because it's a it's a fucking great game yeah both of them are yeah both of them are awesome yeah they're both awesome i i love the turn-based aspect uh god it's so good it's it's like right up my alley because it's like all the south park humor and then it's all turn-based it's playing it's playing a south park episode like i even like essentially yeah yeah, I even like the first it really one. Like, it's, both, of them, both of them could get turned into fucking standalone movies. Yeah, they're so... It's so... South Park has always been something I go back to because I yep. just... I laugh. I, I consistently find myself laughing out loud when I'm watching that show. Family Guy... I love in the opening sequence of that game, um, when you're doing the character select in the Fractured Butthole, like, you can choose the difficulty... And if you go to hard mode, all it does is change the color of your skin to black. <laughs> <laughs> and the token's like, ah, what the fuck, man? Dude, it's dude, so... Dude, they, did that. It's... They, they did that in the Stick of Truth when he's having you select your class. Yeah. And if you select Jew... Oh, maybe like, it's the oh, Stick of Truth that Jew? I was thinking of. Then. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth. Friends. Is, yeah, like, I, mix, I mix them up all the time. I thought that was hilarious. No, they, right they off the get-go. They oh, they do. both do. Okay, okay. Yeah, they it's been a while since I played them both. That's why I downloaded it. Oh. It's that offset, like, kind of anti-Semitic racist, like, just poke. And they're not saying it, but, yeah, just like, like I said, you you hovered on on your class of being a Jew. And Cartman's like, oh, I guess we'll never really be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I like, love Cartman's just takes on everything as you play the game. It's hilarious. I, I, South Park, I, I love the boundaries they push. Like, that is my, they just, they just push the if boundaries. If they're not pushing boundaries, then I'm done with it. Yeah. And yeah, I think those are going to be the next games that I stream for sure. Oh, dude, that'll be awesome, dude. See, and that's the, I, that was the one thing I actually, you know, it's, it's sick that our, everybody's into such different stuff because, you know, the retro games, I am just not a, I, I have such a hard time with, uh, some of the like especially if i didn't play it in the past if i well, didn't the play thing, it in the yeah past, the thing I is is like i play the it. yeah i play the retro games because they're the games i played when i was a child mm-hmm. like i'm pushing 40 you know what i mean i've been playing games a really really long time and right. so like you'll get there there'll be games that you love that are considered like the ps3 is considered retro now i don't know if you know that but it's oh, yeah those games are retro and once you once you get to a certain point, it's just like mm-hmm. you're you're gonna want to revisit those titles, and they're gonna be considered retro. Well, and that's the thing is like I that's actually something that you know I'm personally I get mad about the way PlayStation does their things, does their shit with their games sometimes because like I can't play Infamous one or two unless I get an emulator and figure out a way to emulate it, which I probably could. I just don't have the know-how to do how to do that. 
or I'd have to go find a PS3 with a controller and get the get the game on disc and fucking play it that way, which would cost me a decent amount of money. I'm sure at this. You point. know how long people have been asking for them to remake Bloodborne onto oh, any yeah. relative fucking console, man? Like there were. Th- what are they doing? Yeah, I know there's so many games and this whole PlayStation now thing irritates me. Cause it's like, I don't want to stream these PlayStation three games. I don't want to fucking stream it. I want to have it native. I hate it about something. digital, man. I, I bought into digital on PS three, but like there's so many games, hundreds of dollars worth of games on my, on my PS three account that it's just gone to time. Yeah. I know. And that's, that is the one thing I don't like about digital, but I just... At I, least on Steam, like, it doesn't matter what machine you're running Steam on, like, those games, usually, unless they're really, really old, like Fallout, New Vegas, mm-hmm. kind of has problems on newer hardware, so you're kind of, like, better off playing it on older hardware or on a console, I guess, but, like, I mean, it's very far few and in between, but, like, at least on Steam, they're they're very, very easy to keep you on digital, I yep. guess. Like, I would pay decent money to get Infamous 1 and 2 on my PC or on my PS4. I would pay decent money to have them again. And Bloodborne would sell so well because it was it was a Souls-like game, you know, mm-hmm. that was locked to 30 frames per second. If you just re-release that game in 4K 60, everyone would buy it again. <laughs> it just, it, free money. Yep. Um, let's see. We keep going back to video games. It cracks me up. Um, yeah, yeah. This is, this is um, going. We're all gamers. Oh, while we're still on video games, though, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, the Xbox is doing a lot better in Japan. Oh, yeah. They surpassed the PS5 in sales in Japan. So that's, that's pretty cool for them. Uh, the Xbox has a history of just having awful, just terrible sales in Japan mm-hmm. altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for instance, the PS4 um, in months previous was still outselling the new Xbox Series X and Oh my S. god! Yep. Yeah, and it's not even like a relative console, but yeah, they did surpass in Japan. The Nintendo Switch is just still fucking killing it, and that's why we haven't seen a new Switch yet, in my opinion. I think they had plans on it declining more than what it has, but it hasn't. Um, in Japan alone, this month they've sold quarter million over a quarter million. Jesus Christ. Um, it's it's crazy i mean on a weekly basis they're selling 70k nintendo switches in just japan alone um japan has laws where they have to um release this information and so um fumitsu is kind of what everyone uh gauges sales or uh console sales from so it's kind of what i'm going off of here in general but uh yeah i i don't even know if we'll see a new switch by next holiday season at this rate if it doesn't I mean, why would they? It's it's barely slowing down. I think all time. Oh, you got now, Joe. Yeah, sorry. All time sales is ridiculous. I can't I can't find it, but yeah, they're not slowing down on the Switch sales. So I don't I don't know that we'll see a Switch two anytime soon. I've heard rumors about it, but my guess it's still two years off. That's my take. See, and, you know, I heard that they have already kind of previewed the new model behind closed doors. Yeah, I've heard that, too, but I don't think they're going to release it. That's my opinion, though. I'm probably wrong. I mean, we'll have to see. Like, we'll have to see. I I just, I love hearing all the rumors. That's what I hear all the time is all these different rumors. So, I love Yeah, I mean, the Switch 2 is inevitable. It's Mm -hmm. it's definitely 
going to happen. Oh, 130, 130 million all-time sales. Wow. So they're they're fast approaching the best-selling console of all time, which is like the Wii, I think. Okay. Or yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's that. All right. Well, that's that's fucking nuts. Honestly, it shocks me that Xbox outsold a PlayStation console over there in I'm japan sure. i'm sure in japan i'm sure though it has a lot to do a lot of people like um say that it has to do with some uh, a part of it has to do with the size of the consoles and i bet you most of those sales were series s well the thing is is sony is a japanese company mm -hmm. so they're gonna do really well in their in oh, their yeah. home essentially oh yeah and they and they've they've had their footprints in japan well before xbox was even a thing mm -hmm. so yeah, no, I, and they just kind of make games more focused, like the JRPGs. That's a Japanese role-playing game. Like oh, yeah. Sony, you know, makes those games for those people. So they, you know, they cater to their, you know, their their home essentially. So their home really eats up their consoles most of the time. I think mm -hmm. I think we'll definitely see. Um, I think I I I think we'll definitely see that not last, just because I. I, I think the reason why we're seeing better sales of Xbox in Japan is because Game Pass has had a healthy flow of JRPGs mm -hmm. coming in and out of Game Pass. They, they actually, and the Series S, the Series S is a very good, con a very good looking console, and and that's what's selling really well in Japan is the Series S. It's compact. hardly any Series X is. I mean, it's a great looking console. Yeah, it, I love my Series S. It's compact. It's um, and also the other thing that I think is really cool that that Series S has, and I'd like to see the numbers. Is I want to see how many of those uh those screens have been purchased that attach onto the back of the Series S, because that is... I considered one man. That is so convenient. Yeah, like for that's traveling, what I'm honestly. saying. Or like if you because live that's in a what I travel apartment. with is my Xbox. Or if you live yeah, in a yeah. small apartment, like. Like we all like you know we all know what some of those Japanese apartments look like. They're tiny as shit. It's Absolutely. like New York apartments. So the more space they can save, the better. And if you can get a console that you can put a decent screen that does sixty frames on the top of it and it attaches to it, and you don't have any yeah, other it powers screen. it and everything. Yep. You don't even have to have an external cord for it or anything. It's so clean. Yep, and that's that. So I can you know I can understand why the Series S is selling more. It doesn't that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, I almost pulled the trigger on one of those screens, man, just because of how nice it looked. Yeah, I know Ty was talking about it, but you've seen, I think you've been over here and seen Ty's, um, one of my good friends, he has this awesome setup. Um, he bought a, he bought one of, actually, Joe's Series S's, and he has this really old school, like, 1940s luggage crate that he modified and put a computer yeah, I saw in that. and like has Amazing. fans built into it and stuff to keep everything cool. And he put USB so he could charge his phone. Like it's sweet as hell, but it looks like an old school piece of luggage and it's got stickers on it and stuff. So that's kind of what he carries around when he goes places. I didn't see it with the, um, I saw it with his old Xbox, but I didn't. I didn't see it with the Xbox that I sold him. Yeah, now that the little ones in there, he's got tons of space in there. It's really cool. I bet, man. Yeah, they're like what 20, 20 or thirty percent smaller yep. than the last. Significantly yeah. smaller. Yeah, they're so clean, man. They're just they're just nice to even just have on the desk. You know what I mean? 100%. I just love the way they look. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think. Uh, I think. 
that was, you know, like we talked about, uh, there, the choices for how much power is in that thing and the limitations on development are going to be interesting to see with these new games coming out because they're getting bigger, they're looking better, they're demanding more. So we'll have to see, you know, in the future what's going to happen with the Series S. But as for now, I kind of give them a W for that because they're selling tons Huge of them. W, man. Like, I was looking into the specifications, um, just because we were more mindful of power usage um, when we were living in an RV. And so I, I was using this thing or whatever and looking at the specifications and it's something like 70 watts max use, usage like while gaming. And that's that's impressive for what you're getting, um, especially when you're playing, you know, some of these esports titles, you can get 120 frames out of it. And 70 watts is insane. Like if you're if you're getting that kind of performance out of a PC, you're going to need like three or 400 watts, you know, minimum. So yeah very impressive actually yeah so we'll see what happens i mean it's cool that they made something affordable for people to use and to get into the game with get into gaming yeah yeah traveling with those things is so nice man Mm -hmm. um they're they're great um so uh was there anything else movie wise tv wise kyle sorry we keep changing the subject oh no you're good uh Just a couple of quick things. Venom 3, new release date, is November 8th of next year. Okay. Uh, and then Stranger Things, yeah, they announced it literally day of this year, November 8th, so a year out from their announcement. Okay. Uh, and then Stranger Things announced, or teased their opening script for season five. Okay. The final season. Hmm. So that'll be pretty cool. Still haven't watched that, but I feel like I'm going to. It's a pretty good series. I think was it season? It was three or four. It was like kind of short. My wife so has it, watched it like three or four times, and I've kind of like glanced over while she's watching yeah. it, and it's kind of struck my interest every time. So I should probably watch it. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it was it was one of those ones where I like when it first started coming out. I watched the first like half of season one, then I kind of lost interest, and then my daughter started watching it, and she's just like, "You should watch it. I'll watch it with you." I was like, "All right, cool." sat down and yeah now i'm waiting for that final season mm-hmm. hell yeah um oh yeah that's it for me i guess uh I, we, we just finished season eight of flash i haven't talked about oh yeah in i just finished season eight of flash yeah what'd you think of the finale um um, the, the meditation scenery defeats Thon. Yeah, I thought that was sick, and I really appreciated it. But I also wish we could have got a little bit more of their epic battle because, for a couple minutes there, there were essentially two gods battling inside mm-hmm. Central City, and it would I we didn't get I didn't get enough of that. I didn't get enough of yeah. watching them fight because Barry was pissed and we and we all know if you're there and you're what and you've watched it you we all know that Barry was planning on killing Thon. He was going to kill that mm-hmm. motherfucker that time and I was rooting for it. I was excited. <laughs> I wanted to see a smackdown. I needed it to be more dramatic and, and then you remembered it was on CW. Yep, and then Iris showed up too soon and it ended it. I mean, dude, CW, I have to give him credit, okay? I talked about this last time well, a little bit. That ride the light scene when barry was jumping off of his own fucking lightning bolts and they had metallica playing i was that shit went hard as hell i was stoked i was like okay this has got me back on the this got me back on the flash wagon a little bit over here this is sick <laughs> and but I, you know i'm 
I'm interested to see what the beginning of season nine is going to be because uh, the way season eight ends and yes, spoilers alert for anybody who hasn't watched it. The way season eight ends the last scene there with uh, chill Blaine or whatever the hell that dude's name is the annoying criminal guy, uh, frost boyfriend when they're trying to bring frost, uh-huh. when they're trying to bring frost back. I want to know who the hell just woke up in that cryo chamber because I know it's not Caitlyn and I know it's not Frost. So I'm definitely not excited to find out if we're going to have to deal with another villain who looks like a friend. I'm <laughs> I'm getting sick of that one. Oh, if anybody sees my gameplay, I found a nice glitch on the Warzone map. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> uh, I just looked up and seen that. But, um... <laughs> Uh, I just yeah. know the villain is Red Death, and there's an interesting take on okay. that character because the origin is different than the actual origin. <laughs> okay, the Red Death, the Red Death will be interesting. I um, I still think the best villain that they've had. Period. Unfortunately, funnily enough, was bury himself as a time remnant <laughs> and Savitar. Still my favorite villain yeah, so, out of all of them. I think as far as any of this, the DC CW shows go, by far the most intimidating villain, Savitar. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely the scariest one in The Flash. But yeah, I'm going to try. I'm At this point, I'm dedicated. We're in season nine. We're going to finish it out, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, yeah, let me know, because I, I know the twist that it is, but I'm just curious. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see, um, you know, like I said before, and I will say again, I don't think the CW's Flash can survive without a Harrison Wells in some form or another. <laughs> him as Harrison Wells himself or him as Eobard Thawne, I don't think it'll ever, ever go away. So I'm excited to see where they put him this time. Are we going to get more timeless Wells? Or is Eobard not really dead? Um, I guess we'll have to find out because <laughs> I'm fucking I'm dedicated at this point. And then I and then you need to watch Gotham. Yes, I think. Well, we're gonna mean. I'm I, I'm gonna take a uh, I'm gonna take a comic book break, and we're gonna watch that show I was just talking about that limited four part series. Mm, nice. We're gonna watch uh, all that the light can see or all that the light cannot see or whatever. I forget now already what it's. What's I think you're right the second yeah. time. Um, yeah, yeah, I I got stoner brain. Um, but we're gonna watch <laughs> that. We're gonna watch that. Um, and then. You know, also, oh, also a little sad news in the TV uh, news. Uh, I don't know if anybody here besides myself was a fan of Top Gear UK, the original Top Gear UK, and the cast. They moved on to Amazon to start a show called The Grand Tour, and I have watched every episode of The Grand Tour. And if you are a fan of Top Gear UK, The Grand Tour is that, but with Amazon's budget. And it was fantastic. It was hilarious. Yeah. They were doing all kinds of funny stuff. And Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and uh God, I always forget the uh the third guy's name with the nope. longer hair. I, I know. I always I forget his name. I always guy. call I, I I you know how I remember him more than his name? Captain Slow. That's what I remember calling him is Captain, Captain Slow. Slow. And uh um because <laughs> that's what they call him all the time. And uh yeah. <laughs> um 
unfortunately, Jeremy Clarkson did his Jeremy Clarkson thing and uh, apparently offended some people in Amazon, and they canceled both of his shows that were on Amazon. No. So no more Grand Tour on Amazon. Yes, I was pretty, I was pretty freaking depressed about it because those three together on tv yeah, are so, dude they're so funny though the chemistry between those three is so great like every episode is just so much shenanigans they're always pranking each other and doing shit to each other's cars i i love watching it so mm-hmm. i was very very sad to hear that top gear or that um the grand tour was is canceled and there's going to be no more episodes yeah, that sucks. that sucks yeah because it was i think a fantastic show um so but that's that that's only tv news i got um no new music for me i can tell you that nothing new that's come out for me that i'm just been all about there are some new bands that i'm into or new albums that i'm into uh dying wish dropped an album uh symptoms of of survival i think it was called okay uh i haven't really been into that band like too much in their past but this album is really good i've enjoyed it uh slipknot posted and then deleted that they fired jay weinberg from the band whoa <laughs> uh interesting they, they haven't responded yet jay finally responded yesterday P- really long post but more or less you know heartbroken bl- blindsided by the whole thing uh but forever grateful because if it weren't for the 10 years he spent in slipknot he wouldn't be here today making a post saying how much he's grateful for the opportunity. So just kind of, uh, I wonder why, the blue. I wonder why he got fired. Who was he again? It, Jay, he was the drummer, the new drummer since Joey pass. Yeah, man. Uh, it's hard to say in that situation, but it seems like drummers are kind of disposable in this world a lot of the time and yeah he had some really big shoes to fill in my opinion oh yeah even in their post they like they brought back like the joey you know like no one could ever replace joey and it's like dude didn't we move on from that like (laughs) if you're gonna fire the guy just you know just tell him good luck and you know that's it move on like sorry you just weren't quite right dude well the whole thing with slipknot now is like it's it's the cory and clown show so it's two dudes who make the decision making that's what i was gonna say like maybe sometimes um enough is enough in my opinion i love slipknot i grew up on slipknot but you know sometimes you just gotta leave people wanting more and i think the best example of this is bands like tool you know that don't have releases all the fucking time you just kind of like leave the people wanting more and then um who's the other one mud vein i mean they're working on an album exactly i mean <laughs> but they had such such a cult following because you know what i mean it just wasn't it wasn't overdone like when the, the, they stopped when they felt like they had said it all sort of thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. but sometimes it just feels a little forced in my opinion it's like you said it's the cory and clown show now yeah it's really unfortunate like i wear that band on my arm forever now and like if jonathan davis left corn i probably wouldn't see corn <laughs> anymore I- yeah big reason why i'm a huge slipknot fan other than i i I love metal and that's where it all started but like joey is one of my biggest icons in my yeah he's like my idol as a drummer man like i looked (laughs) up to that guy for sure he's the best of the best he's the goat 
I, I don't think they could have found a better replacement. I didn't think at the time Jay was it because his first show, like I heard stumbling and stutters and stuff, but after the first album came out and another cycle came through, like he did a phenomenal job, 10 years of it. And, you know, I, I love watching his clips of, you know, his playthroughs. So um, definitely yeah. weird. Slipknot's not one of those bands to make a decision like that and to then delete it. They're very careful and they're always hush hush. Yeah, for sure. Um, so definitely weird. And I'm curious to see what Corey or Clown say. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny, like in Korn's situation, when they lost their drummer, he was just kind of an arrogant fuck. And yep. really, <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't so really, good, uh, yeah, he was really good. And he did bring a very specific sound, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, to the, to the band. But on, on the other hand, like when he left and they had like, they had drummers, like, cause Joey was on one of the albums for Korn, um, their self-titled yep. number one album. He filled in because they hadn't found a permanent drummer yet. And so they had they had drummers like Joey Jordanson and then they had fucking Terry Bozio, which is like a world-renowned drummer that like does concerts just by himself on his like 100-piece drum set. Yep. And so it was kind of eye-opening and it's like, yeah, what did you bring to the table, man? Because you were he <laughs> he was kind of arrogant the whole fucking time and just kind of an asshole, so um he he was replaceable in my opinion. I lo- and, and I did love him growing up, but it yeah. was kind of it was kind of eye-opening but someone like joey man those are some really hard shoes to fill he was a very important and probably one of the higher talents probably the highest talent in that band in my opinion i, I would agree definitely kind of like I when mean, even like when head left corn for that time i wasn't as into corn like jonathan davis is one of the higher talents monkey's very talented fieldy mm-hmm. has kind of been in and out of the band you know with drugs and stuff like that but yeah, I mean, I felt like Head was a very important high talent part of that band, and they they kind of weren't the same after he left. I, yeah. I was still very much into Corn, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely could like feel the shift. Dude, I kind of. I mean, you could say this thing for Slipknot too. There's definitely a shift with uh, Jay taking over. I felt, I felt, yeah, like, for sure. I felt the same way about Avenged Sevenfold after the Rev passed away. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, very yeah. much very much changed the way i felt about that band <laughs> so um, yeah i mean sometimes it's just like that is you know if you have a very specific band. sound like that it's just like you just gotta you gotta hang the hat up and just you know color quits in my opinion yeah um, there's, yeah there's definitely some people who just influence the sound Lowe's, you've been real quiet over there you got anything fun you've been watching listening to yeah Lowe's. <laughs> Never mind, you're muted. Shut up. <laughs> He's just been muted this whole time is the problem. Has he? I can't even I'm... hear him. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. What? Let me look at my party, make sure he's I, I see him. I see him talking, but I don't hear him. You guys hear him? Uh oh, it's a I have a it looks like there's it shows on my uh, Xbox. Oh, there it goes. It just went. The mute thing went away. Oh, I still can't I hear him. Know. Can't hear him either. Lowe's, you might have to. You might have to leave the Discord and rejoin. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to restart Discord myself. Yeah, I changed all those settings yesterday to make sure that he was good to go. So. I actually had to go into my Discord settings and change the audio. Can you talk? Whatever reason. How about now, Lowe's? 
Nope. Still no. God damn. Discord is fickle. Yeah, dude. Discord is fickle. That's why I kind of like using Discord. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. I can hear you now. What the heck? I've been like talking this whole entire time, too. I'm like, why is nobody responding to me? Is it because I'm new? I'm so sorry, dude. Fuck. I've been trying to like speak to you guys. Like, fuck, everybody's speaking over me, so I'm just listening. And I was like, all right. No, dude. I just, I was thinking about how quiet you've been. So, what do you got to say over here? I've been trying to say some stuff. I forgot now, but um, series-wise, Kayla and I are watching Joe Pickett, super good series, and they freaking yes. just end up canceling that shit. They're gonna they canceled the second season. I'm so mad. Oh no! I read. Yeah, that. dude. I'm working on the book series right now. It's fucking good. Dude, the series is amazing. Okay. But they, yeah, the next one was supposed to come out in a few season. years, and they canceled it because I forgot what the reasoning. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bummed out about that. Okay. Um, other than that, I've been freaking. See like movies and stuff, those series. See, I'm watching like those Love Is Blind or Find Your Love series because I don't know what else to watch, <laughs> dude. Like I've seen everything. Netflix is just we have Netflix and Hulu. It's just nothing. We've just seen so much. I just don't know what to watch. We got Max right gotta now. Gotta get to Max. Yeah, that's what we've been watching stuff on is Max. I've been we've been watching yeah, Friends. Easy Hub. So we've been watching Friends again and um. What I heard you say Gotham earlier. What what's that about? Uh, it's has no affiliation with like the C Dub shows, like the Arrow and the Flash. It's like it's just its own entity of gotcha. everything Batman, and it's the the origin of Bruce Wayne. But basically, the whole show is like him as a kid rather than him as Batman, and it's it like the regret, progression of, of how he becomes Batman. Uh, so it's gotcha. it's really cool. I, I, it's yeah, one of the yeah. best shows when it comes to like costumes and design. Yeah. I think no other like comic book show touches it. The vibe, like, it's phenomenal. The vibe on everything I've seen on that, it it just is what I would think Gotham is. Like every time I think of Gotham, yeah. I think of a dirty, wet, cloudy, mm-hmm. shitty yeah. ass, dirty city. It smells like exhaust. Like in L.A. and Seattle, in... moist. <laughs> Mo- yeah, <laughs> I think I think more like New York. I think of more like New oh, yeah. York. Just a wetter, dirtier New York. <laughs> it's you know what I mean. Oh, I gotta go I mean, check I, on this. I'm, I can I hear love, you guys though. Okay, I love the origin of the villains in that show specifically. Yeah. I think those are like some of the best parts of the show. Okay, is the right. the origins okay. for those guys? Okay, 100% will agree with you on that one. That, that show was just it, it was great because they gave you like they gave you the origin story on people you didn't think like. RB Bullock, or even moving into mm-hmm. the deep dive into Jim Gordon himself. Yep. Like it was, and there's kind of a shift in narrative too. Like it almost kind of transitioned to the Jim Gordon show at times. Yeah, but it really, it really is such a good character, like, right? Well, and the actor that played him, was yeah, so he was awesome. But it really, it really felt like Gotham centered around like everything. So. To have Gordon in the center is kind of that. Uh, oh, we want to say the linear point of view, basically. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, I don't know, I I loved it. I fucking loved it. Yeah, me too. No, uh, I'm definitely playing. It almost ended the way I wanted. I definitely am planning on checking that show out at some point. Um. Oh, uh, I I can nerd out about a book release. I can talk about this a little bit. Yeah, because I've been listening Uh-oh. to it. Um, if anybody in here besides me has 
read the uh, Christopher Poloni's Aragon series. I'm a huge fan of those books. They came out when I was in middle school. The first one did Aragon. And it's, uh, I would compare it. It's like, it's about a kid who discovers a dragon egg, hatches it and becomes a dragon rider. That's long story short. There are four books and the first four, they're written by a guy who's from Montana. He's, he's from Helena and they tried to make a movie out of the first book. It was God awful, God awful. And, um, the books are, I've listened to the audio books now. Um, but he just released his, uh, fifth book, like major book in the series. And it's about a different character from the series. And so I found out if you have Spotify premium, you get free audiobooks. There are certain audiobooks you get to listen to for free with Spotify, yeah. Spotify premium. And I found out that his new book is one of them. So I have been going hard on that of the last uh, couple of days when I get the chance, I've been listening to it and my goodness, I just, I, I compare this story to Lord of the Rings for me. Like the, the books are so good. They're so, so, so good. They got dwarves and elves and dragons and magic and really awesome fight scenes that are descripted so well. And, the bar, the the book is dark and then it'll make you laugh and it's it's such a well all four books are so well written if you have not read them i cannot recommend enough that you find them and read them and the and one of the best things about the book for me was in the very beginning in the first couple pages there's two different illustrations of the full map of the world that this book takes place in called Allegasia. and it's really awesome to have that map in the very beginning of the book because as you're reading it gives you a place to kind of reference like where they're at and how far of and how big of a journey that this guy takes around this continent that is Allegasia. It, they're such great books. Such I can't recommend them enough. Dude, I, if they can do the if they can do the show good, oh, it's gonna be sick. Oh, you've read them. Yes. yes. See, oh, if, dude, I, it, it, was, it was big shit in Corvallis when, oh, when yeah. those books came. Oh yeah, dude. I I feel like everybody was reading those books. Like there was never a copy in the library when they when they started yeah, coming out. And um, they like I said, I just I compare them to Lord of the Rings. If if a TV adaption in any way was done correctly, it would rival Lord of the Rings for me. Like I I think it can be that good. It just has to be done correctly. Yeah, yeah, because the movie that they released, uh, I got up and walked out like halfway through the movie theater. It was that bad. Like I paid money. I remember. To, yeah, I paid money to get popcorn and drink and sat down and got halfway through the movie and like, I I just stood up and was like, okay, I'm out of here. And I called and had my mom come and pick me up because I came, that came out before I had my driver's license. And I had my mom come pick me up because I was like, this is the worst. I've no, I cannot believe I just sat down and watched this. Dude, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't capitalize more on that um, on that IP because it was it was huge. Like you said, I remember. I mean, I read them. I don't really remember because it was so long ago, but. Uh, yeah, everyone was. It was a, like it was almost like a Harry Potter type of craze. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Those books were huge, and I distinctly remember them being real big. And uh, they were 
they were um like my librarian put them out and advertised for them a lot because the author was from montana so like i don't know if yeah, people from other yeah exactly i don't know if other people in other states got that same kind of whatever but we got pushed that a lot here because of that reason uh, i don't know where you went to school joe maybe you went to school somewhere else i forget where you i Yeah, I mean, I didn't live here, Yeah, that's so, for sure. okay, so exactly. So at least it was in other places, but I just remember that book being everywhere. So finally I picked it up and was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. And God, it was, I, yeah, I, like I said, I'm listening to, Mer, it's called Murtag is what that book is called. And it's, 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 it's it looks like it's pronounced Murtaw, but it's pronounced Murtag. Um, and it's about Aragon's brother. It's so far, it's been awesome. And um, it's, uh. I'm really excited to get back into that again. Um, it makes me want to, I might, now that I found out I can listen to them on Spotify, I might listen to the other ones just because I freaking love them so much. And if you're into audiobooks, I don't know if anybody here besides myself is into audiobooks, but if you're into it, they chose a guy who does really good at changing his voice for different characters while he's reading the book. So it doesn't ever get confusing while he's reading it. And he's, He's, nice. he's got a really nice voice for this book he's he does a great job he's british he does a great job Good. Good. um but yeah that's really the only nerdy other nerdy thing i got to talk about yeah i think lows to kind of nerd it out sorry say that one more time you got anything else you want to nerd out about no brother set I'm annoyed. I was talking that whole entire time. Oh, dude, I know. I'm so mad. What is going on? I feel like this happened all the way back at like my hockey segment. Like, yeah, it was a long time ago. Because I saw my yeah, I thought he was lighting up, acting like I was talking. Maybe I was just really low, and you guys didn't hear me or something. I don't know what. No, it happened to me as soon as I came in too. Like my audio was. I yeah. could hear everyone, and Chow's like, I can see you lighting well, up, but we can't hear you. Attempting to participate as much as I could, well, so sorry we about always that. Have, we <laughs> no, always, you did great. We always, have, <laughs> we always have next week. You can always We can always try again and make sure your audio is working. Yeah, Discord is fickle as fuck, dude, because mm -hmm. I was literally just using <laughs> using Discord audio before this, and it was working fine, and then I switched over here, and then it started giving, giving me troubles for no reason at all. Yep. Perfect. But, um... A little plug for everyone uh make sure that you follow everybody on twitch youtube all the all the links they will be down below including lowe's his links will also be down below um if you can make sure to drop a follow share subscribe all the stuff um i'm sure that a couple of these fine gentlemen will be playing some games on stream shortly after this ends i'm not 100 percent sure um i got i got about i got about 45 minutes worth of work to do here after we wrap up here um and then i will be gaming but i won't be streaming i will be gaming so if anybody wants to play some games uh let me know i think i'm gonna yeah i'll be on uh call of duty i think then sons of the forest my real work schedule i'm like four days a week and i gotta work 60 hours oh. so i get three day weekends so my new streaming schedule is just straight weekends oh, okay. So, okay. so i'm gonna try to grind as much as i can tonight before i can't the okay. next four days well uh kyle are you gonna be playing anything oh yeah uh my brother's still here for a little bit so it might be a little while before i get back on we'll see what he wants to do and then uh 
probably Warzone and or Modern Warfare 3. So Yeah, just tell them to play Warzone, and I'll join you guys after I get everything started uploading. Alright. Alright, cool. Yeah, sweet. 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 yeah we can I'll be on Fortnite if anyone wants to play. You know, that's actually <laughs> that's actually something I thought Dude. about doing a little bit later. Um if I get the chance to stream tonight, Joe. I thought about hitting You can up, play with me, bruh. I thought about hitting bruh. up uh Ken and Ty. Yeah, well. me and Ken me and Ken have been playing a lot. Dude, Ken Ken is one of my favorite people on the planet and I met him because of Ethan. Uh, homie Ethan, that you know, one of our friends. Yeah, and, yeah, and I just met him through you guys, and yeah. so I play with him and Ty all the time because they're the only ones that play Fortnite. Yeah, me and Ken have become great friends just because of playing Fortnite, and that guy is—he's such a great guy. So, um, but I actually might play some South Park later on too. I don't oh, know. I yeah. doubt I'll stream it, but I'll probably Dude, start uh, a playthrough. I might oh, stream yeah. it. I don't know. We'll stream see. it. Stream yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so funny. I fucking love that game. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate everybody who hopped into the chat and was talking. Oh, Lowe's, I'm so sorry that you had the audio problems. We it's can, all good. We can try I appreciate again. you being here though, man. Yeah, dude. Again. We'll try again. Better luck next time. We'll do a we'll do an audio check before we start. Audio make yeah, sure, make sure our meet buttons work. Yeah, make sure <laughs> and like throughout throughout the podcast, we'll just make sure everyone if someone gets quiet, we'll be like, Hey, you all right? You yeah. pooping? Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to episode five. This will be up on YouTube and Spotify for those who weren't here for the live for the live showing of the episode. I'm glad that we're doing it this way now. It's kind of exciting. So that's cool. I like it. Um, but this will be up later on everywhere, almost everywhere. You can listen to a podcast. There's like one or two places I didn't upload to because they're pretty niche podcast places in my opinion. Oh, I wouldn't worry about those. So, um, all right. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Peace. Peace, Peace, You guys later.